Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. What's happening, weirdos? Uh, we were we were overdue for a silly one, and I'm so happy to uh, welcome Adam Ray to the podcast. He is amazing. I've done his podcast. We've always hit it off whenever we see one another, and this podcast is no exception. Super fun, super silly. We laughed so, so much. Uh, so let's get to it as quickly as possible. We do have two wonderful sponsors for this episode. Uh, as you know, this one quite well, Squarespace. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful friends at Squarespace. I, I know you know this. It's basically a simple way to get a, a landing page or a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, an online store. If you need a website, everything's included with your Squarespace website. Do it. Start a trial today and support this show by going to squarespace.com and enter offer code WEIRD to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. We have another one, which is a little bit more uh, new, I suppose, and we're happy to have them. Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer item and <laughs> items and pop culture gear. Basically, it's about uh, under rather than about. It's under $20 a month. And you get four to eight items that include like licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and unique one-of-a-kind items and more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific of each month to subscribe and still receive that month's crate. And that's uh, after the cutoff, it's over. So make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash YMIW, like you made it weird, YMIW, or someone wondering why they are W. Lootcrate.com slash YMIW and enter code YMIW to save three bucks on the already cheap Loot Crate subscription. It's like a friend who knows you and loves you and sends you an awesome present every month. So give yourself a present. Love yourself. Send a present. It guarantees 40 plus dollars in value in every crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. It's more than a subscription service. It's like a community of fans that share their experience and interact. Uh, and, you know, gather around the unboxing of each month's crate. So get into it. See what the theme is this month. Get excited about something coming in the mail and go to lootcrate.com slash YMIW. Support this show and give yourself something nice. Uh, it's also going to sound like stamps.com as a sponsor for this episode because you'll see. So stamps.com, please mail us a check for, for, the, for the free. It's not free. I'm saying... You owe us. Stamps.com, you owe us. But thank you, Loot Crate, and thank you to uh, Squarespace. Guys, enjoy the wonderful Adam Ray. Get oh, into it. And also, I guess I should say, if you're listening to this the day it came out, I'm at Largo tonight. Uh, Largo-LA.com for tickets. It's going to be me, uh, Judd Apatow, a musical guest. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be super fun. Hope you can come. And also, PeteHolmes.com for anything else you might need, all the T-shirts and such that we've uh, accrued throughout the episodes. All right, guys, I can't wait for you to hear it. It's so silly, so funny. We were due. Enjoy. Get into it. Hey. Hey. What's up, man? Come on in. How are you, buddy? Nice to see you, This is the... This is Aristotle. What's up, bud? This is Adam. I've heard you on the pod. You've heard Aristotle? I always tell him to edit himself out. (laughs) How dare you keep yourself on this? (laughs) Nobody is allowed... Yeah, their voice. Or maybe reference. Have I heard you? Has your actual voice been on? Oh, this will be a first. Aristotle, say, who'd you, who'd you see play last night? 
How many times did you see him? Twice. Do the joke I made. Blink-182 nights in a row. <laughs> oh, still topical. <laughs> still holds up. Very good. Very good. Very good. And he hurt his hand. Oh, shit. During the concert, were you a part of a... Uh, do Blink fans, do they mosh? Listen to that voice. Oh, man. I would listen to... I would. What's the name of your podcast? About Last Night. About Last Dude, Night. Dude, still one of our best episodes I was with so Petey honor- Holmes I was on so that. honored. It was one, one of my favorite times guesting. Thank you. And I probably talked about your voice then, too. You might have a little bit. I feel like my brain's in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just... I feel like Thank I'm... Thank you? Like, That's a great compliment. Your voice is a Caramello commercial. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what a great commercial that was, by the way. Caramello? As far as, like, the candy bar commercials, they had, like, the slogan, the slow-mo chewy oh, drizzle of the chocolate. It? How'd they do it? Spielberg I'm directed also- that one. That's how they did it. They got the best of the best. They were like, do you love any candies in particular? He was like, yeah, Caramello. By the way, that's a shitty Spielberg impression. If you're just tuning in to a shitty Spielberg impression. I don't think anyone would have known yeah, well right. if your voice wasn't so rich like there's a, <laughs> there's a handful of people I feel like that don't get impersonated a ton. That Spielberg is one. Yeah, Spielberg is one. So that where you can't really, no one can be like, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lesser known impressions. Like Judith Hogue, who played April O'Neil in the first Ninja Turtles. Oh. Who's impersonating her? A classic Judith Hogue. Oh, my. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't be wrong. Julia Child? <laughs> That's how you get it. You can't when be wrong. When you're teaching the class, you go, how do you get a Judith Hogue? Yeah, well, you yeah, take yeah, Julia yeah, yeah. Child yeah. and you just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård <laughs> in The Avengers. Ooh. Whoa. That's him. And here's Just him. Just quick in, reactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real fast one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was also in Good Will Hunting, though. He was great. The Fields Medal. The Fields Medal. Yep. You want it? I'll get it for you. You can shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you have it, so you have a rich creamy. Do you have? Thanks, man. Have, Caramello, though, yeah. they, they broke it in half, right? Am I remembering correctly? Wasn't that Kit Kat? No, because uh, hear me out. Yeah, <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> Wasn't that Kit Kat? Good to see you, Aristotle, and here you finally fuck this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hear no, me I out. Just, so I, the world is so heavy. It's so nice yeah. to just talk about candy for yeah. a second. No shit. You know they've got those little. Uh, it's a cube, right? Am I yeah. picturing it correctly? It's like a, you know cubes. Yep. And then if you broke it open, there was a, a more a watery, waterier yes. caramel. They, I would describe it as watery, but and, yeah, and it did, <laughs> and it did, <laughs> and that's when I feel like the slow mo shot of it falling out when you broke it. Fall, it in half. Yeah, you break and it falls. And that's when it was like ca- uh, caramello. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, wasn't yeah. there like a boom, boom, chicka, chicka? Wasn't that? No, that is what is that? Charleston Chew. Jesus. I have to call my friend Charleston. <laughs> That's Mr. Chew he's to on. you. Well, he's, oh he's, like, he's like 82 now. That's Mr. Chew to like, you. Should have been my high school yearbook quote. That's, That's Mr. Chew to you. What a great, slash horrible, Mr. like, last line to say uh, to, like, like the villain says before he kills yeah, the good guy. Yeah. And if you kill <laughs> Mr. Chew, yeah. you put him in the freezer. Duh. <laughs> You're acting like I didn't know where this was going. <laughs> Because he hardens, he's yep. easier to eat. Yep. Uh, there were a lot of things that didn't blow my dick off. Charleston Chew is one of them. Yeah. Even if you put it in the freezer. Just a fine... And I also don't like what it says about you as a person if you're a big... If you're like really you're into all... Charleston Chew. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I want you sleeping in my house. No, nope. watching my kids, handling <laughs> yes, my remote. I don't know. Like, you know, Stay even... away from my remote and my children. <laughs> 
stay away. I don't. By the way, I couldn't is. have spoken that more like a single dude with no kids. Get yeah. your hands off my remote, remote yeah. and my children. Yeah, that I don't. Do you have, have an Apple TV? Um, no, I think I do want to get one though because my TV. I've got a like a smart TV. Everything right? Everything you say is just like a commercial. It's like oh a free God. commercial. Your voice. So I do do Apple a good t- amount of. Do you do from one VO guy to one another? I mean. VO- Okay, so you know, hearing you so much uh, when I first got out here, yeah. I was like, man, I got to be like Petey Holmes and get in mm. that VO game. I was more in the VO game in New York, although I still do it from time, yeah. from time to time. You still should be doing it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. easy. It's fun. Yeah. You do it naked, all the jokes. Yeah. Like. I mean, the amount of no pants Have you ever gone- sessions that I do at home now. Is that true? Yeah. Well, I, so I do all the Hyundai. Uh, no way. Yeah. Do it. Paul Rudd does a bunch, and then I do a bunch. Paul, No one's doing a Paul Rudd impression. You can't. You can't. I mean, like he sounds like a man. He's just—he's a man. Yeah. He like that's his appeal. Yes. He's He's very funny. I like him a lot. Super funny. And he doesn't have like every man. Sometimes just... I catch myself doing a joke like Paul Rudd. Here, yeah. I keep touching. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but to me, Paul Rudd. <laughs> I just said no one does Paul Rudd. Here's me <laughs> trying to do Paul Rudd. Yeah. You say something kind of right because yep. this is how he riffs. You say something kind of right, like he's almost there, ninety percent there. And then he pauses, and then he says it correctly. Yeah. So, like, let's say uh, uh, it's like, this is what he would do. Yeah. Guy walked in here, like, looking like Charleston Chew's dad. <laughs> Call me Mr. Chew. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> yes. something like it's there's the that second. There's a little hiccup the in beat, between. Yep. There's a hiccup, yeah. and then he nailed, like, yeah. he gets That's it That's a 90. Paul Rudd cadence he has a Paul established. Rudd, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That, that woman looked like Michael J. Fox. Vivica Fox. You know what I mean? Like, yes. something like, so, he, yes. like he just... You, that's, you see him these, riffing it you're, out. By the way, you're quoting actual lines that were left on the cutting room floor of This is 40. <laughs> I believe those yeah. were, those are not even good enough for the blooper reel. She looked like Michael J. Fox. Vivica, Vivica Fox. A. Fox yeah. <laughs> no good. Vivica Fox or Vivica A. Fox? When did she drop know. the A? It's when Cougar lost the, the, the John. The camp, yeah. He oh, lost the John. The John. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's now just Cougar. <laughs> He's now just uh, Cougar. He's just Cougar. And he's on weeknights after Cougar Town. He should be. Yeah. That's an easy pairing. <laughs> so you do it for a Hyundai? So for Hyundai? Hyundai. Uh, yeah. And then... Um, Hyundai. Yeah. Too close to Honda. Can you tell Way them I close. said that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you joined me in this riff. When, yeah, I, no was problem in, with that. when I was in voiceover, I was so always afraid of uh, disparaging saying oh, something wrong. For sure. There's, yeah. You're not saying anything. Yeah. Well, I don't know. yeah I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, I'm it, saying it's too close to Honda. It is. <laughs> I got no problems. This is the avenue I want to get this uh, stance out on. I mean, like, what was one I did? <laughs> there was one I did yesterday. It just is. There's some. There's some that are like more. Like the Hyundai Genesis is the one where it's more like the luxury car. So that's when it'll get be like you know, like get an all new Hyundai Genesis. Like shit is like that, that what you do for those? Is but that then, really it? Yeah, but there's but most of them are like like after Paul, it'll be like. Um, you know, uh, now get an all new Hyundai Elantra with 0.9% APR financing and $1,500 holiday bonus cash. Like, visit your Southern California Hyundai dealers at buyhyundai.com. Wait, so he like sets that. it, you spike it. Yes, but then every now and then I get like one of the national ones. Like, yeah. last year for the Hyundai holidays, I got to do that. Like, the Hyundai holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Which they missed out on that URL. Blink 182 nights in a row at work for free. <laughs> Hondolidays. That's Mr. Chew to you. That's Mr. Chew to you. If you're playing at home, that's two Mr. Chew references in five minutes. 
<laughs> I believe it's more. Yeah, it, it's more. It might be four. <laughs> Connect four. So uh, the Honda holidays. Honda holidays. Hyundai holidays. Do See? that. Yeah, and then I do uh, Conan's um, promo. So the weekly night, like, oh. tonight on Conan, beat Holmes. Uh, you do? Plus Billy Ocean. Conan's all new tonight at 11, we which were... would be a great pairing. Yes. Let's be honest about that. We just straight up watched Conan in a hotel because we don't we don't have cable, which yeah. my parents think means we don't watch TV. Yeah. It's just we only, going back to the Apple yeah. TV, we only stream things. You don't need it if you know what you want and you like. You don't need it. Some people, I think, get a real soothing, kind of like what your voice does to me. People like <laughs> knowing they can just turn it on yes. and there'll be something. There. Yep. I like the, the challenge of going, all right. Which book am I going to read? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you have to, you have to select it before. You can't just go in random. Yeah, and, and there's also, I mean, what I find, I, I, I don't think I have ADD, but I definitely have a problem picking one thing. It's like I, there's so many shows I could name right now that you would be incredibly bewildered that I have not seen. Yeah, The Wire. No, but oh! but I. <laughs> But I want, but trust me, that is on my bucket list. I'm 34 with a bucket list of TV shows. That's a bad sign, man. I think that's all we have. In the future, bucket list will just be your your watch list. Yeah. It'll just be called a bucket list, and it'll be like, this is what I have to do before I die. (laughs) I gotta see The Sopranos. I've seen only two episodes of that. You're gonna love it. You know why? It's almost like. You could have been on The Sopranos because it was funny. I would have loved to. And you're like a manly guy that's funny. Like, you work a lot. It was funny. You work a lot, and I think it's because there aren't a lot of yous. What, 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 what? There are not a lot of yous. Who else yeah. is you? Who beats you for parts? I don't know. I mean, Do you uh, have a nemesis? We'll get back to the TV. Well, I want to yeah. talk about TV. But, yeah, me too. But um, I, when I, I, I don't think I'm yet in that that category. I mean, like, like well, when I got the my first, like, you know, any, like when I got the part in the Heat, uh, the yeah, center book, most McCarthy one. Chris Lee told me he went out for it, um, <laughs> oh, and then okay. I. So, but I don't think. But I'm never matched but up see, with Dil- him. Okay, but you I, know? I could see that. But I think we're kind of different types. I mean, but, but then, you were the villain. Yeah, I don't. Chris, I would just laugh. Like he, he always yeah. has like sneaky German. Yeah, and I'd just be like, yeah. he's doing a thing. <laughs> well, I tried to do an like, accent. Now it's Jones. Melissa McCarthy, show me the files or whatever. I just laugh. Show me the files. But yeah. you, you're a new guy, funny guy. But you, yeah. could, I could believe. Oh, good. I look more like a, you're like you're a guy. Yeah, yeah I bet you really punch someone and not totally. apologize during the blow. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could be worst you know, villain ever. Just bad, constantly apologizing. Bad boys three. <laughs> Fuck from right? your lips to God's ears. That was <laughs> yes, that was one of those movies that would be great to get a little part in. You know, right? like I wouldn't want to be in. Here comes the boom too. <laughs> right. I was drinking. I would have okay. laughed really loud. I would have. You lost a laugh. You laughed through it. Yeah. <laughs> Timing is everything, especially with here comes the boom jokes. <laughs> I didn't mind. Here comes the boom. I didn't either. That was yeah. a bad example. It's a funny title. It is. It's and Kevin James is solid. We, always. We hate watched Kevin Can Wait. We were like, let's watch Ooh. this piece of shit. And then it was too good to of like course. hate watch. You thought it was just. I thought it was going to be absolute garbage. And it but, was like, you know, right across the plate. Yeah. I'm not saying we didn't finish it. Right. But, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, all right, these are the friends. That's the wife. Yeah, these are the jokes. Get it. me out of here. Like, but it wasn't bad. But isn't that. He's good. Yeah. He's and good. That's most multicam comedy, though, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, for you sure. Just kinda... But I felt his burden in a pilot, especially having to set up. Like, yeah. They have. Li- it's like 
who who has this bit? I think it might be Patton has that bit. No, it's my friend Eric Acosta that the first line of every uh, Scooby Doo cartoon it sounds yeah. like they're wearing a wire because they're like, boy, it's great to be seeing the the hot red pussycats here at Bonnaroo. You know what I mean? It's like everything. <laughs> oh, they see, everything yeah. you need. They're just getting setting up all the plot. Similarly, yeah. and Kevin Kinwady walks in and he's like, "There's my beautiful bride," and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were going to be bored ever since you retired from being a cup." Oh, there's okay. my brother. You know oh what I mean? man, all but, right. But like, I yeah. feel bad because what else are you? Gonna do you kind of have to in the pilot right it's tv yes. you have to and it's that type of tv i didn't expect we'd talk about kevin can wait but <laughs> you know when you start hate watch yeah. I've, I've done that a couple times where i hate watch something and then it wins me over and yeah. i'm like shit yeah. you warmed my heart do you what do you love more single camera multi-cam and your show is single cam yeah. all the single cameras all the single cameras <laughs> And I have a show, and I made that joke. I mean, that's <laughs> that's why you can make that joke. When I got, by the my, way, so pumped that you have this show coming out. Thank like, you very much. You the the moment you got on TV, other than stand up, I was like, yeah, this guy needs to be on TV and have his own show. <laughs> and your talk show was great. Thank you. But like seeing you act in something like this, and I've heard bits and pieces of what the show is about. Yeah. Um, from reading stuff and from Beth uh, Stelling, yeah, uh, yeah, filming yeah. a little bit. Uh, it sounds. Perfect. Oh, thanks, man. And like the barking stuff on the street that I was listening to you talk I'm, about. I'm like, so proud. Like it's like our people. You yeah. know what I mean? Comedians yeah. as like a, as a clan. Yeah. I'm so proud to kind of uh, hopefully represent us well. Yeah. In a show that's about something that you don't normally see, barking, being handing out flyers is, is how many is people? How what percentage of people who love comedy even know that that is a piece of the puzzle at yeah. some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. No, very few. Probably. No one. Everybody that we showed the script, you know, Judd obviously yeah. knew what it was, but everyone up the ladder or whatever was like, "Is this real? Is this real?" And wow. they got very excited. Go good. Like, this is it. This is these are the secrets we yeah. want to tell. What it's like coming up. And you did that. And we did that. And we, I, I hope our, our people uh, like it because we try to represent. I bet they will. I hope so. You're a, you're a, I'm sure everyone is very pumped that you're the one who's taking a lot of this stuff and bringing it to the oh, forefront. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't spend too much time. I guess I could freak myself out. Thinking about, about that? Hate, hate yeah. watching stuff. There are people. I, like one time I was going through Facebook and you shouldn't. I, but I, no, this isn't that thing. I yeah. wasn't like Googling myself. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that was weird. I went down like a rabbit hole. Yeah. I saw a guy, uh, old Chicago guy, and I was like, oh my God, old Chicago guy. Yeah. And I clicked on him, and then that led me to another old Chicago guy. And I was just kind of reminiscing. Yeah. And, and like looking through photos and like, oh, they're still doing it. And I, I was really feeling that sort of like nostalgia that, totally. that is very sweet, especially you're 34, I'm 37. And I love looking back and going, oh, good. They're like, they're still at it. And then like the most hateful anti me post you've ever seen in your life. From one of them? Yeah. From somebody I knew in Chicago. And you know what? That and is it- the internet in a nutshell, dude. <laughs> but one yeah, thing good yeah. momentarily, there's some like 9 11 conspiracy video posted below your yeah, mom's birthday yeah, post. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, if, if we could direct this scene i mean there, there it should have been like uh the green day song the slow green day yes. song wake me up uh, when september ends no Ooh, i like that wake one me up. well they that's all that's better yeah. that's better yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah now you all have it in your head yeah. wait what what's the other one the other one is so take the photographs and oh, the end of high school song hold on one second 
For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. That's something unpredictable. He, they're doing it. That's something I never knew. Still killing it. I'm 30. I, I love Green Day. Me one too. One of my favorite bands. One of the first bands I heard. So Billy Joe, if you hear this, yeah. please don't think we're teasing. Oh. We're just saying. What I never knew until recently was that all singers are putting filters on their voice. What? Nobody... Like Regina, Spectre, when they sing live, like when they no 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 not no yes great question yeah that that is what it sounded like what I was saying I'm saying everyone sings like this happy birthday to just do like no frills yeah and then when like Mick Jagger is like <laughs> he's he's doing that <laughs> that's a conscious choice yes you know what I mean he didn't start his first day of singing lessons he didn't do that that's right or nobody coached him on that like. Valerie has a friend who was like, who's a singer, and she was like, I'm playing around with a new like filter yeah. on my voice. Yeah. It's just like, so I never, so Billy Joe is like, all right, guys, let's record. Let's record. Let's go. What is the line? So take the photographs. So take the photographs. Like he's yeah. clogging up his so nasal how many passage you, to sound more punk rock. How many do you think, how many filters do you think he went through before he arrived yeah. on classic Billy Joe? Well, you know, I'm, I go all the way back to Kerplug, baby. So he was, <laughs> he was doing he it back in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> and and well. another, uh, you know, uh, punk band uh, rancid. Yeah. You know, I, I I met Tim Armstrong, and this is this is no secret. They they up it. They up it. Yeah. I want Tim Armstrong and Rancid to sound like he just finished a bender. Yeah. But he's a regular guy. When he goes to Seven Eleven, he's not like, come on, baby, show me where the Mountain Dew is. <laughs> he's not doing that. He's a regular guy. Oh, that's dope. I don't want to break any hearts. But what were we saying? A lot of, a lot of irons in the fire. You were saying yeah. singing. Um, oh, filters. well, you asked me about having. Say in- you brought up the camera, but I brought up the thing. Uh, yeah, and and then I think you were asking me about like hey watching and TV, hey watching TV, and who I what people do I have nemesises and like auditions and stuff. Yes, and then we were talking about Facebook and how it broke my heart. Right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Facebook's broken my heart too. It's not. It. Mike Racine has the best bit about it, and it's just one line. He goes, "Have you ever gotten off Facebook and felt better? Isn't that perfect? Wow. Isn't that perfect? And guess what? I'm trying to think right now. It's never brightened my day." It's never brightened even, my day. Even I'm trying to think. And, uh, I'm going to be sad if that's not my Gracie, and I think it is. The immediate thing I thought of was like, oh, when it's your birthday. It and might you be just Drew, get, it's Drew Michael. Great. Who Sorry. just got hired Sorry. on SNL. SNL, yeah. See? Oh, incredible. Okay, okay, there we go. Yeah. Why do we know that? Facebook, Facebook. Right? Yeah. So we get information from it. Yeah. But it's in like a, a paper bag with dog shit in it, and it's on fire. <laughs> but the smoke how has bad do you some want that information inf- yeah, that yeah, you need. Yeah. yeah. So you got to smell it. You got to touch it. How you bad gotta, do you need it? You got to put it <laughs> out. You got shit shoe. You got shit shoe. And then you go, oh, good for You can for clean Drew. the shit shoe, but like. Is it possible to just have someone read Facebook for you? And every morning, like a butler, like I want to be sift through and find the good and stuff. And just go, Mr. Holmes, Drew Michael got hired by SNL. Here's the highlights. Here's the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your here are your Facebook highlights. Exactly. Uh, uh, this person's having a baby. They Donald post- Trump was sneezing a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, your your yes. friends who couldn't have a baby now maybe they can't have a baby, and they posted some really classic engagement photo that everybody else had. Like, yes. how much info would they? Yeah. Do does the butler do commentary on the highlights? I or would does he like just give to you the think info? if someone get, has a baby, he'll sift through the photos yeah and just find the one uh, okay you know what i mean yeah well show me the one you don't want a butler with perspective is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah no i don't want him to have perspective yeah I, I i'm not paying to... you for opinions yeah, yeah, I'm paying yeah. you just to find the treasure <laughs> just... not tell me tell me how you found it i want it unbiased yeah unbiased you're not th- yeah <laughs> so you, you uh, it's broken your heart as well yeah i mean i think more so just um i don't know facebook has what i would give it a thumbs up for is 
when I first got going, you know, uh, stand up in 2007, but like, you know, I've been out here, I came out here in 2001, went to acting school at USC, graduated in 05, you know, trying to build something out of nothing. So I started doing a lot of YouTube videos because I'd done that in high school. Uh, just you know, making videos, and then uh, was like, I need to start doing stand up and videos. Like just sketch videos. Yeah. Oh, really? With, I, your, with your chums? Yeah. There was this. Uh, uh, I did a bunch in seventh and eighth grade because you know in Seattle it's rainy. Like you got to do something indoors on like just to keep you know my fun- and my friends. We just were goofy and we loved kids in the hall and and SNL yeah. and Living Color and we were just like one kid had a camera. Like I, if if he's. If his dad didn't have this like <laughs> shitty, weird Japanese camera yeah. that we didn't know, all we knew yeah. was record and stop, and we could watch it back. If we didn't have that, I don't think I would have yes. done that because I didn't know how to get a camera. We went to a bank. I still don't understand what this was, but the bank, uh, it must be, I don't know the terms, but if you give a bank a, a large sum of money yeah. for a long time, uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You get more interest. Yeah. If you guarantee, I will give you $1,000, but you can keep it for 10 years. Yeah. And it was more than that, but it was my parents. They were giving them, like, let's say $5,000. And they were like, if they did 10 years, you get, like, a fucking uh, tricycle. <laughs> and if it was 15 years, you got a Sylvania VHS camcorder. <laughs> oh, my God. That I wanted so bad. With the handle on top. With, of course, yeah. yeah. You just thought with the handle and, and the eject that takes a good 35 seconds. At least. <laughs> Just, just milking that moment. What are you doing in there? We get it, dude. It's not sexy. Quit acting like you're taking pants off. <laughs> are you waking a yeah. gnome up in there? Just eject the tape. It's a are you waking a gnome up? Exactly. Why so coy about Luckily, it? Luckily, I've never had to urgently eject a tape, but you know, yeah. if you did. Anyway, so uh, that and- Yeah, so we started doing all that stuff, and then-, and then So that's um, how I got mine. I'm just saying it changed my oh, life. Oh, yeah. I'm relating to you. Uh, it changed my life. Totally. Your friend with the camera probably wasn't even a person. He was probably an angel. Yeah. At night, he turned into pure light <laughs> and just went up to the uh, cosmos to yeah. shape your destiny. Yeah. Because he had a camera. And you, what was the first video you made? First video we made was a Scream parody. Woo! Yeah. And, we, and he even like bought uh, you know, or just took a VHS cover and cut out little like pictures of us and made like a whole thing. And like, oh, that's so and, good. And we like, it was, I mean, and I had the screen mask and we went to like three different houses and like, uh, cut, it was, and then we started making like fake commercials. It's so pure. It was so pure. It's so pure. And it was like, and that's the thing too is that you don't like, I am constantly um, thanking, like, if I ever win some award, I will thank like those friends. Early on, probably yeah. first, because you need those funny friends not only around you to like yes and 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 um, encourage the uh, you know the skill set you're starting to yeah, develop, sure. but people that make you laugh like they were. I had some friends they were so funny that right? were, yeah that made you laugh and that made you want to then keep adding on to what you were doing. They would My help build friend, the ship. Uh, Aaron, who I call Earn, is coming to town next week. He's doing the podcast, so we're gonna reminisce awesome. all about them. He's a childhood friend. He's a childhood friend, and That's we so would cool. do. I remember we'll probably talk about it on that episode, but we did an episode. <laughs> Of this thing, and he was a guy. I don't remember much. He was a guy, and he thought he had gone to another country, <laughs> but really it was America. That sounds like. I mean, that could be something you pitch yes, in SNL, of course. And he went around looking at things, and it, he found Lay's potato chips, and he was like, "Oh, lie, yes, potato." Yes, like, write it down, hey, put it on that, a cue card. Fine. Yes, put it on. Look, it'll I, make it a dress. <laughs> at least, and he was just riffing. You know what I mean? It, it was so funny. I think there's nothing wrong with assuming that uh, that some of that stuff we did, not all of it, but a some good of chunk of it, some of it would yeah. would it would. Holds up, or like when we've gone back and watched some of that stuff, I'm like, oh, that was—I don't want to say ahead of its time, but we like we 
We weren't off on what yeah, we were doing. Right. You know, that's right. And and I think that's. I mean, we're doing it now. So I think every it's, once in a while you'd be right. You'd have like a garage band, but every once in a while there'd be a hook in there that you're like, hey, yes, that's what it was like. We wouldn't making. be doing this if there wasn't something in that. That's right. Um, but so when we started doing that, and then well, the, you put it online. Was that good or bad? Because we didn't put ours online. That three four year difference in our age yeah, is key. Totally. Because we were just like, maybe we'll send it to Bob Saget, but you were like, <laughs> oh man, let's I definitely upload about that. it. And yeah. don't people just go like, look at these queer. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mom. Good night, Pete. No. Uh, yeah, look at this. <laughs> look at, I, yeah. I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we, but in high school is when, if I hadn't done what we did in high school where they, my freshman year, the seniors, they started a video production class and they did a weekly news show. Every Friday they would do sports, weather, and then like the news, like whatever dances were coming up. But all the seniors that were doing it were not funny and they thought they were hilarious. They were just all laughing at everything. And my buddy and I were watching were like, Oh my God! There's like a basically an opportunity to do a TV show every Friday. So our sophomore years, when they all graduated, we took it over oh, and man. did it sophomore year, junior year, and senior. Year. And by the time it was senior year, it was good. It was good, but it was also we would scroll the announcement announcements at the end and would just have it be a sketch show. And it was 15 minutes long instead of five when it started. So half the teachers wouldn't even air it because they're like, "What the fuck? This is 15 minutes <laughs> of class, and these fucking assholes it are was, just you know." What's but we, even better is some of them did air yeah, it. Oh yeah. And it would cut into test The time. hungover teacher with the cigarette <laughs> hanging out. Loved us. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These kids put the socks in their tight pants again. Yeah. The classic bits. So if we hadn't done so that. So you had a 15-minute TV show, basically. Yeah, totally. I love pure creativity. I don't think anything gets me more excited. When Kate Micucci did the podcast, I, I had the weirdest reaction to just... She told me about her apartment, and she has a loft, and she has this table yeah. that's just covered in pens and papers and construction paper and scissors. And I got, like, really, like, authentically, not fake, yeah. real, I don't know why I had to stress that, <laughs> excitement. Yeah. I love a new notebook. I love a camcorder. I love the thought of having video editing software on my computer, even if I don't use it. Because it's all about creating – I mean, like – just seeing something that you that is going to be contributing to making something out of nothing. Yeah, that's right. right. It, it wasn't there before. No. And the first thrill, especially when you're in like junior high or younger, of seeing yourself on TV, there was no difference. We mm -hmm. were hooking up the cables. Yeah. The RF connector. <laughs> yeah. You got to put the needle in. Oh, There's yeah. a needle in the center, <laughs> and you got to put that in and then Dude, screw it. And yeah. You think it's on, but it's not it's on. It's not. No. I'm writing a new hour for <laughs> Tim Allen right now. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. You're trying to get it in there. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my God. That's one of the best Tim Allen joints I've heard in the last five minutes. That's... Oh, you know man. what I mean? Yeah. There was no difference to it being like on actual television. It was on a yeah. television. Yeah. So you're like, I'm on television. Yeah. And we win this one. Yeah. And we were like almost like mini celebs in the school for a little bit because. We were look. I mean, people gravitate towards the funny yeah. people, and it was, and that nobody, especially since we had, it was already kind of a thing, and then we made it. We just took it up a notch, yeah. and people liked it, wanted to be on it, and then uh, so having that experience and just confidence from it made me at least go, all right, the YouTube stuff doesn't totally scare me. But then, yeah, posting it for the first time, I had a lot of trepidations about like, oh, yeah, did shit. that make it harder or better? for sure? Because yeah. I was like, I at some point though, I just had this realization of you're gonna have to start whether it's through stand up or whatever. You know, being like, "Hey, here's me," like, and you're gonna have to be judged or assessed or whatever, right? So, you have to get might as well start it. doing it yeah. and posting it. And I also was trying to create something out of nothing. And you don't graduate from at SC with a resume that says, "Like, I was in a play called Vinegar Tom." Can I be on CSI? They're like, "Fucking no, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and I was working at Universal Studios at the time as a tour guide, and then Wolverine. And I was like, "I need to." Oh yeah, Wolverine. Oh yeah. 
We talked about that when I did your job. Yeah, yeah. You were wait, you're jumping life. all around. Okay. You were in high school. Yeah, high school. Then got to SC, and then when I graduated with that theater degree, it was like now I need to just do as much as possible because. What drew you to theater? Was it just because you wanted to do do film and TV, or were you actually into theater? Was way into theater. That's all I did. In uh, my first play was fifth grade. It was the Cowardly Lion. And so you like theater? Loved it. Yeah. And that's why I started stand up because it was that live fix. Once I stopped doing plays, but I mean, I was like full on jock in high school. Yeah, can I just say too, we're editing the show right now, and then it's making me notice how other things are edited. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, the theater is so different from TV. Yeah. Like now that I notice how they pace things up, you know, which is it's a great thing to do. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Or a good thing. It's just what. Most comedies do things. Yeah. Pace up. You, you know, you don't see someone pour the whole drink. You know what I mean? That'll yeah. be something like someone will start pouring a drink. It's kind of great you know, when you do, though. It's full. You got to do it or it's boring as fuck. But <clears throat> you lose a certain uh, degree of realism, which yeah. is something I'm always kind of trying to keep that balance. Letting moments breathe a little Letting bit. Letting moments breathe. That's something to. I really like. Uh, and so does Judd, which, which is great. That's so awesome. we have a very similar timing or pace or whatever. But then when you uh, watch a play, you really, if someone's going to pour a cup of coffee, it happens, and you they drink the it. Thing. And if they if they're gonna go and sit, there's like a every step. Yeah, Gene, Gene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on TV, that would be like coffee's full. Gene, you know, yeah. like right yeah, to the yeah. line. That's a, I What's guess to the point. That's I mean, that's a, an accredit to I guess the the performances, right? You're so invested in. But that's why if it's really mesmerizing, yeah. you're like it was just a fucking guy drinking coffee. Yeah, I was so yeah. enthralled. David I. Pierce is such a good coffee drinker. Yeah, remember. he's a big Broadway guy. But uh, yeah, the bla- sure? I mean, I I was doing sports all through high school. So you were artsy sportsy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I quit football my sophomore year to play Danny Zuko in Greece. Really? Yeah, and that was where I wrote my college essay on because I was like. I uh that's a great college. Yeah, essay. I think it was just something you know. At what point during the quitting of football did you think college essay? <laughs> like I think my mom I would have thought of it that before I did it. I would be like <laughs> excellent. My plan to get into a better so school. So funny. Yeah. So you wrote that cuz that's very very interesting. Yeah, and it was personal and it was um, you know, definitely like one of the toughest decisions because, you know, basketball was my main sport that I wanted to actually if I was, you know, if I was 6'4, I would have tried to play college somewhere. But you just, you know, you at my height, like it was a great shooter, but you have to have at six feet and a half, you have to be an amazing, have amazing ball handling skills. And I just had decent ball handling skills. You're six and a half of one inch? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sometimes I'll round up and say six one. And then I'm like, hey, why'd you just lie about that? Yeah. Well, I'm six five and a half. So I know, I know your pain. Although I, don't, I would love to be six I, yeah, five. Yeah, I, I don't know your pain. You would have loved to be six five and a half. I'm very happy to be over six feet, though. Like, yeah, when I oh, you broke see, the mold. Yeah, right. Or you broke the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, women six, have a salary ceiling. Guys are just like, if only I could be a six feet tall. And they all like, sound that's... like that. Of course they do. <laughs> six five has got to be great, though, right? There's no real downside. Yeah, I mean, except airplanes and hit. You do you. It's real. You do hit your head. It is real. Yeah. Fuck. I, there, hit, I hit my head a lot. Has somebody designed <laughs> some sort of like cushiony helmet that yeah. you can... I, I wear the helmet that, that Natalie Portman wore <laughs> in uh, Garden State. And, uh, you know, kind of looks a little Star Wars-y. Doesn't so look you like were the one who outbid me on eBay for that. <laughs> it was actually hers. <laughs> I just took a deep whiff. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. I, any head. Yeah. Natalie, if you're listening. Natalie, Billy Joe, everyone listens everyone to this listens. podcast. A lot of people so, do. Have you ever gotten a message from somebody you didn't expect listen or ran into somebody that was like i never expect that people uh listen i just met greg daniels uh, wow you know who that is yes okay well here we are in la uh i think most people would recognize his name from the yeah, end of the office is also one of my favorite shows the that and curb are like my 
There you go. Yeah. So I met That's him. Incredible. I met him recently, and he he said he liked the podcast. So I, I thought that was wow. great. And then I said you should do it, and uh, he declined without saying no. Right. No offense. Yeah. Uh, uh, to me or to anybody. Yeah. But some people just don't want to do it. But you got to ask. But you got to ask. At some point, and I think it's he how... was with Craig Robinson, and I asked him, and he just said no. Yeah. <laughs> Craig shot me down many times, and I've and I've doubled down and asked again, and then he's like, really? and then I'm like, at what point do I? And then we did an improvised like musical at the Improv one night. I was closing out some show, and and he came up and played piano, and we did this whole incredible thing. And I go, all right, we just took the rapport up ten times. Yes. So now I'm gonna ask again. Again. And he was just no. like, man, just not feeling. It. He's like, I, you know, I love you, but what, you know, just not not feeling it. And then I saw him it like sounds- do Dom Herrera's podcast, and I was like, but Dom's Dom, and they no, have, you know, but he's still mad. Yeah, it's also just, you know, it'd be so fun. You know, Craig's just, like, you know, when you just, somebody's so. He's great. so funny. Yeah, he's so funny. I thought it was an easy yes. I just assumed everybody yeah. likes doing podcasts. When you had Glenn Hanser on, that was big to me. That was big to me. He that's, was just in town. He was yeah. here on Friday. That was, it. I mean, that's. He sat, I love telling people lately, it's my new please. thing. Telling people, he sat right there. Guess what? And Very fired up. I'm going to adjust he, a little bit to suck <laughs> up some of that Glenn Hanser butt sweat. Yeah, yeah. That cushion yeah. is like Natalie Portman's helmet in Garden <laughs> You could smell a, a good hand. You could, se- <laughs> you could sell this chair probably. Not that I, what, that what was if, very Jewish of me, by the way. But that, no, no. Yeah. Sometimes you know, it takes effort. You know, to do merch. Things. You have merch for the pod, and so it does. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Like I think about like this notebook is actually. I think at some point we'll either give this away or, or auction or a, what I don't know a contest. Because this, these are the notes from everybody. Wow! So yeah, you that's, could find the you could discern maybe post and not just take pictures and post them. You having could, you could, or you could make copies of the book, right? People do that with art. Yeah, we could make a copy of the. I'm worried that every once in a while there's a note that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? It'll be like touch kids, you know, but, like, but a question. Pancake titties. What does that mean? Sounds good. Is that a new item at IHOP? Flat boobs. Flat boobs. I kind of like all different kinds. Yeah. I never really saw a pancake boob. How many boobs have you seen? Lots of boobs? Um, I think a fair share. I do. I will say this about boobs if we're just talking about them. Uh, prefer real boobs over fake boobs yeah, sure. any day. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, well, I don't think I know anyone that – now I feel bad. Here's what sucks, yeah, right? Because I really want to enjoy. Yeah. And there's someone listening who had a boob job for whatever reason. Yeah. And she's like – And by she, the way, I'm happy you did because – you you for whatever reason th- thought you needed that sure and that's that was a choice you made to Here, up the happiness. the real sweet spot that we want to hit is is a woman who's thinking I should get a, a boob job yeah because guys like Adam Rail never like me you know what I mean it's not true <laughs> and then you and then you go hey I like you the way you are yeah but now for some reason just today <laughs> is that is that me yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing someone in a car that just—it's a pretty big commitment to have it someone is. slice and then insert. Yeah. But now people take them out. Have you seen that? Yeah. They They take the two goldfish bags out. Wow. Back to the carnival <laughs> for a better prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Whomp. The goldfish carnival bags. Whomp. Yeah. Fuck! I know what a. But you like them? Yeah, I love. I love them. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I've never been a you know when when people pres, uh you know present that question of like you are you a tit or an ass man I'm I, like do I have to I are you setting me up with a torso why do I have to pick Yeah why do we have to pick Yeah most things with tits have asses as well Thank you Get the fuck, Get the out, the of fuck, fuck out of my face Get man. out of my face <laughs> I've never enjoyed the question tit or an ass man Who started that Get to the go to the tits Probably. <laughs> and when you visited Tit Island go south <laughs> Visit the Pass Avenue. Pass Avenue. 
Haven't I don't you? Know, yeah. Yeah, set up. Yeah. yeah then we spend some time there. Spend some time there. Titter and ass man. Who? I feel like that's what our dads said. That's definitely a dad question. Yeah, yeah, dad. It's one of those questions that came up probably, it sounds like a question like, you know, and we'll get to this point in life where maybe it's in your 50s and you're around some of the other buddies and you're all just kind of sitting in a basement having a drink. Maybe you're playing darts. Maybe you're watching TV and it's just a stale moment where there's like no real conversation. Somebody's just like, you guys like boobs or butts better. <laughs> and everyone's kind of like, and they're, no, everyone has a moment where they pause and go like, the fuck? But then there's it, there was so much silence that everyone's like, and we're all dudes and we're all in our 50s, yeah, yeah. and why wouldn't we talk about this? But I can't believe that question lit up the public consciousness yeah. so hard that it became like a normal, like Beatles or Elvis. <laughs> Rolling Stones or the Beatles. Sure. Or, or whatever. Hootie or Bowie? Hootie or Bowie? Yeah. Gotta you know. go Hootie on that one. No, I'm just kidding. No, I do. When Bowie died, though, <laughs> no we, one's ever we, asked we had a good run of people dying. Bowie yeah, and a, a, not a good run, a terrible run. Yeah, Bowie and then Prince. And both Bowie and Prince were those people that, like, I know they're amazing. Yeah. But like on the day when they were dying, like every I found out everyone loves these people. Yeah. I'm like, I've been in your car. You've never threw, you never threw on no, Bowie. Yeah. So if you're just kind of like. All you know are like Purple Rain. It's a very confusing thing. Yeah. And, and you haven't seen The Wire. That's how I feel about Prince. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. He's very small and magical. But I, I know he's amazing. He is amazing. I mean, yeah, I would have loved to have seen him live. I don't know if I would have actively ever gone to do it. And yeah. I, I mean, I was def. I mean, you know. I didn't, yeah, I was, I didn't think I was I, very what, bummed, but I, I, I think, think I I'm, would have been like, what shirt do I wear to Prince? Like, frill, yeah. frilly? Frilly? Something frilly? I, I think if you're a real fan, something frilly. <laughs> Go to a costume By the shop, way. then you come to the fucking concert, then you get there and everyone's dressed normal, and you're like, shit, now I'm the pirate. So you guys like boobs or butts? Yeah. <laughs> How do we uh, transition this into a uh, normal concert the experience? The first guy that said boobs or butts. Yeah. The first guy. I'm so, this, I'm so curious about so many of those firsts of just like, you know, the first guy that, Schwartz and I actually had a great bit about that in his last special about the first guy that tasted ice cream and got a brain freeze. Did you ever see oh, that? Oh, thought that he was dying or something? Yeah, I just, seen the bit. I'm yeah, just... he just basically, you know, he, he has this thing. He's like, all right, I'm going to try this thing called ice cream. Or the guy who, like, and he, he's like, I'm going to eat it really fast. Just yeah, a, he's so like, good. oh, this is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. Uh, 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 fucking God. No, make it stop. You know, and yeah, it just yeah, freaks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny. I like Nick. Do you, do you like watching other stand-up? No. Yeah. No, no, no. I watched some of yours. Oh, did you? To prep. And I loved it. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I would oh, cool. tell the compliments. Like when someone just, just <laughs> goes, hey, haircut. <laughs> Fuck you. Say something about the haircut. Oh, man. Yeah. Just give some sort of commentary. Add something. Short. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I never have just said haircut. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you something else I'll do. Yeah. I correct a handshake. You know when you overreach? Yeah. And and you're just shaking the, the meat of the hand. Oh, God. You're in the thick part that palm readers don't diagnose. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're just too far in. Way too far. I'll grab their forearm. It's usually nobody's fault. Yeah. And I'll adjust it and Good. just go one second. Everybody Big time move. Wins. Big time move. Yes. Better world. Better world. Better world. Do you, how often do you go in? Do you ever bump or you always go handshake so you don't get? I don't bump. Yeah. I don't bump. Yeah. I don't bump. I'm not against a bump. Yeah. I do a bump if I'm holding two corn dogs. You know what I mean? Like I, I think. By the way, the only time to really bump if we're breaking it down. <laughs> I feel like bumping the fist bump. <laughs> like I really am writing a Tim Allen <laughs> album. 
have you seen the kids with the fist bump? Just give a handshake. Why are you giving me a small punch? Huh? It's like the beginning of Mike Tyson's punch out. If you think of it, because it's the two yep. gloves oh, yeah. coming in. Coming at each other. That was the first fist bump. Oh my God. Mike if Tyson's I were listening to this, wow. I, I would pull over just to urinate on myself. Just, just for warmth. <laughs> For warmth, and so I'd always remember this. Mike trip. Tyson's punch out was, was the, the first, first fist bump, bump, and Zelda was the first time we got to see an animated sixty nine. Was there a sixty nine? No, I, don't know. I was just trying to <laughs> piggyback on great magical moments from the eighties. He it was dirty. He had a wooden sword. He did. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> he has a wooden oh, sword man. that when he has his full health, it shoots white oh, lightning. Man. Yeah. Get out of here. That Get was out a of dick. Here. You, have you that seen was... Japanese? Pornography. Yeah. Everything they're making is fucking filthy. Oh, he wasn't looking it. for a triangle. He was no. looking for the pubes. Let's say what it was. It was pubes of it was a, a vagina. Puby triangle it vagina. Was a triangle of pubes. <laughs> Zelda. Link indeed. Jesus. Was that your real name? Or your porn name? <laughs> Link sound, that is a great porn name. It really is. Link. Yeah. Last name mm, together. <laughs> I am linking together. <laughs> It's Mr. Chew to you. <laughs> and we, the, oh, the whole universe ends. Yeah, everything comes around. We implode. Around. We implode. You're, you're like fun to riff with. Yeah, you're the best. And then we just <laughs> hit a lull. No, what, what were you saying? Um, uh, well, we ended with. Anyway, I'm the host. You, yeah. I'm supposed to help well, I was you. trying to remember. I'm trying to, you know, think, give some autobiographical stuff. Oh, yeah, but you were telling, telling me about theater and you loved theater. Loved you theater. quit. Quit football to do Dan Zuko in Greece and then. You and know, it was great. Were it you, was great. Were you teased? The. Uh, for that move? I guess, yeah. My coach, I told my coach, I was. Football was playing because it was fun. Did you tell him in song? Oh, so funny. I did try to make a joke out of it and he said, get out of my office, you F bomb. No. Yeah. You fuck? No, the, uh, oh, the, the homophobic no. slur. Yeah. Yeah, you would have just said it. Which I could just say it, but I mean, I don't know. I don't like it. Nah, I mean, feel either. bad about saying queer earlier, but yeah, it was in context. No, it was in context. It was in context. Yeah, there's for no, like 30 seconds. I've never been a loose like, with it, so. I um, don't like it either. Yeah. And I, I, I have said it on the podcast before. Yeah. I, I'm, I wish I had. I think I have too. Um, it's always in context. While listening to your podcast, yeah, I was just, just saying it. In unison <laughs> with you guys to try to. <laughs> well, speaking of voices. Yeah. Me and my father and my uncle and his wife and Valerie all hung out together. My uncle uh, was on my talk show. He's still alive. He has cancer. He had cancer when Sorry. he was on my talk show. It's all right. He's doing all right. It's the same one. So yeah. we went to visit him. And I recorded it because I love recording my uncle. And then I was listening to it today. And I was just like, oh, my God. Compare- I'll play it. Yeah, please. I'll play a smidge. Then we're going to get to your, your fucking bigot coach. <laughs> I don't know how I got. I wasn't worst playing. sitcom title ever, by the way. Fucking your fucking bigot coach, oh, I, or maybe I, I, just bigot coach. Money yeah, you're big enough mouth. Okay, let, let, I'll tell you why I'm playing. Please this. is listen to my <laughs> weird California 2016. Kind of like is Faye offensive? I think I just sound. I don't like think it's so. Higher. I'm kind of wispier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When you listen to my father, Kate, and Larry talking, I sound like Richard Simmons <laughs> piping in from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Compare, yeah. Compared yes. to them, I have like a sing song. Yes. Here you go. He had a big enough mouth. He better. Well, oh, that would get him in trouble. That's know? my father. Yeah. Well, he, he did too, Jay. That's Kate. Really? <laughs> That's Valerie <laughs> laughing. I used to say, I used to say I'm going to definitely. I do too, my really. I, my dad interrupting my Kate. That's me in trouble all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even now. Yeah. But when I was younger, it was worse. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Well, if you drink it. 
Yeah. Well, drinking, yeah. drinking is not good. Yeah. yeah. That'll make it worse for sure. Yeah. Instant. Yeah. That's, that's, that was me. <laughs> That'll, That'll make, make it worse <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Let me just add something here real quick. Let me just add something on a higher level. You know, a little bit of a. <laughs> this doesn't need to be said, but I'm going to say it. My family surrounded by alcoholics just like so and they're talking about drinking and yeah. they, none of them drink anymore and they're just like oh drinking will make it worse i'm so rough and i go that'll make it worse for sure <laughs> for sure oh my god my uncle's smoking a cigar in a room the size of this room <laughs> i still smell like a fucking cigar i love that you record conversations from time i like time. i just started doing that Treasures. with my dad yeah because i wish i had done that with my grandpa all the time and i didn't and that would have been great and yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad, I mean, he's 72 and he's still uh, doing doing well. But like, just like when we had some long conversation, I just pulled out the phone and was like, I shouldn't tape this because we were kind of getting into more serious stuff than we had in a long time. And I was like, not that I want to yeah. record the serious shit, but just like. No, no, no. I record the serious shit. It's why I've had my mom on my podcast twice. A, she's phenomenal and super funny and whatever, but like just almost just wanted to capture like something yep. really concrete and with her and I not just like a picture or a video of her saying something it was where it was both of us you know yeah yeah now i thought about having my parents on i just i don't know if i can do it. yeah well then you shouldn't <laughs> then you shouldn't cuz if my mom wasn't like somewhat you know if she wasn't you know the person she is i wouldn't have even thought to it because you still want to yeah you don't want to have your show suffer right you know i, I guess the problem is, is is like when it comes to like religion like we kind of differ in yeah. some fundamental ways yeah okay and then like that would be kind of, it would be uncomfortable and you yeah because you would get into some of that stuff and i think and would get into it i mean I, you would make it great because you you well, but but you but yeah you don't i mean and your listeners would Probably but like it. Really enjoy it. That's why Ern's coming on. See, we're gonna, well, then there you go. Start with that. Slowly yeah, work our sure. way in. And then, you know, every time I'm, I don't know. Yes, I'm going to try and do it. Yeah. But you know what I'll do these days is uh, Christmas, just put the phone on the table. That's a great idea. That is a great. And maybe even. And, it's a and treasure. Maybe even work up to it by just playing some excerpts from, like, holidays with the family. Yeah. On the pod and then see if, like. Yeah. You know what's great about them is they're two roughneck, you know, I say that with love, yeah. like, real tough Boston guys. Yeah. That grew up like they, they call Whitey Bulger. They're like, "Oh, Whitey was over there at the paddock," you know, like telling these crazy stories. Like, so real. Like, I only say this juxtaposed to me. They're like real log throwing, yeah, hard drinking men, and from Boston, their whole life never left. You know, they're sober now. Yeah, and uh, and like when it comes to like Obama, they're just like the greatest. President of all time, Peter. Like, I have this recording. Oh, they love him. They love him. Great. Like, anytime you think maybe they're going to zig and, like, Trump comes up and they're like, it's a fucking embarrassment, Peter. <laughs> he is not fit to hold. Like, you're just so happy yeah. when their politics yes. line yes. up. What are, is your dad going to do your podcast? I, I'm going to try to get him to. I mean, he's, he's. You're closer with your mom? Yeah, I think. Well, my mom, they split when I was nine, and then my sister, I have one older sister, and now, you know, stepbrothers and stepsisters and half brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, but my sister and I, it was my sister and mom and I, and then my sister went away to an all girl school from basically, uh, so all of high school was just my mom and I. Okay. And so then we got, you know, we became best friends and also like at each other's throats because, you know, there's no dad. It's just me and her. So she's yeah. playing both roles, working were many you, jobs. Were and, you playing? Now, I always do this. Were you playing both roles? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man of the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did she hand you a cocktail when you walked in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you smoked a cigarette watching All in the Family. 
He's like, ah, this is it. This is it. The old ball and chain. <laughs> my ma. <laughs> I'll be downstairs. Okay, let's put a pin in mom because I just realized I was a bad host and I didn't tell that story about your coach. You oh, went, yeah. that was. So you went in and you, you made up your mind? I, I, was, I was playing football because it was fun. I had a lot of buddies on it. Coach had made me sophomore captain and I was going to start on the offensive line because a senior ahead of me had gotten injured and I was, you know, been lifting and doing all the camps and I was, you know, and I was good. I wasn't going to play pro, uh, but it was, it was a good fo- uh, high school player. And, and the plays were such a big deal in our community. Like growing up, we would take field trips in elementary school and they were like amazing productions and it was always so fun. And then. Oh, I thought you meant the, f- the football plays. Oh, <laughs> The plays were amazing. To watch these practices. Yeah, and a spotlight <laughs> would hit the tight end. He'd sing Dixie. I'd throw a whirly bird at him. I don't know football. That's pretty. It's pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. That's in a somebody's spiral, playbook. A yeah, spiral. there it yeah, is. You know more than you think. Sure. Um, you know who Bo Jackson is? Yeah, played, played both. There you go. Base and the foot. <laughs> Pete, Pete knows Bo. It's the only. I wonder way. if Bo knows Pete. <laughs> That's the unlikely list. Yeah. <laughs> We find out that Bo Jackson is a huge weirdo. And that's the name of the documentary about Bo Jackson being obsessed with the Pete Holmes podcast. The Unlikely Listen. The Unlikely Listen. Yeah. I'm known for three things. Get Morgan Freeman to narrate it. Yes. I like that very much. (laughs) There's a lot of people Pete Pete Holmes wish would listen to his podcast. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was not one of them. But he did, and he will, and he does. So it is. (laughs) You're like, all right, man, just fucking. Maybe just don't narrate this. But I have to. We didn't even hire you. No. I go around narrating. Take me off if you don't want it, but I'll do it anyway. (laughs) But I'm laying it down. Uh, if he had narrated me telling my coach that I was quitting football to play Tianzuko in Greece, that would have been great because that was a that was one of the scariest things ever because I walk in yeah. one day during like morning workouts and I go, hey, coach, I'm thinking about not playing football this year. Oh, because the, the director of the play, and I'd done the play freshman year, now it's a sophomore year, and the director goes, hey, we're going to be doing Greece, and I'm thinking, you'd be a great dance. I can't tell you you're going to get it, but you should audition. And I just think, you know, whatever. And even to have an opportunity to be a lead in the show, <laughs> sure. I was like, that is a big deal because, again, the productions were huge in our community, and it was just fun. I was still just doing it for fun at that point and not thinking of it as a career thing. And right. so then I started talking to my mom. I was like, God, I really want to, like, try to do the play. And she's like, well, why are you playing football? I go, well, I don't want – she goes – what would happen if you said no to football? I go, I feel like I'd be laying the coach down. She goes, well, that's no way to live your life. What do you want to do? I go, do the play. She goes, and there you go. And she's uh, like, so go tell him. I was she like, handed you a Manhattan. <laughs> My hardworking man. Dropping your shoulders. <laughs> I'll have a hungry man dinner waiting when you get home. Why do you sound like that? I don't know. Why are you always holding a spatula in a bathrobe? You're my ma. Oh, my God. So she was a guidance. Huge. And you were like, that's it. That was it. And so that was... But that's of- so key when you learn <clears throat> to not do things... I guess there's sometimes that was we a- do things for other people. But yeah, you- I, think, I think sometimes you have to. If you sometimes don't want to yeah. go to a... A certain part, like you know, I've been to some uh, parties for my friends' kids or whatever, and like sure. I just don't want to go sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta go because I haven't seen them in a while. Right, and right, I, right. I need to make that effort. Like if yeah. I'm back home in Seattle and I haven't seen my friends do bit or what or um or a show. You know, we've all been to shows out here. Or you know, when people are getting going, you don't want to go. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you just uh, that's the, that's like one of my whole life is trying to one of my whole life. One of the things, the big <laughs> things in my life is trying to figure out that balance, like doing what I want. And then when it feels good that I did something I didn't want to do. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I'm really glad I did that yeah. thing I didn't want to do. I never want to go to a party. But I just went to a party. It was a great time. Yeah. And I was like, and then when you're feeling that, this is like a, this is a Tony Robbins thing. Why am I working this? And, just watch that documentary. Yeah, not bad, right? Fun. Real fun. 
Interesting. Yeah. Not my favorite Tony. I like Tony in my ears, private Tony. Totally. I don't I don't want jumping around Tony. That was a little intense. I don't want I'm blue Abadibo die playing while he comes out in a custom shirt. No, I want that song when I choose to listen to it on the airplane, not with Tony Robbins uh dance around. <laughs> that is a wow, what a great song. <laughs> That song, can we just stop for a real quick moment and acknowledge great song. how big that song was? That song was like Bo Jackson hitting a Grand Slam home run. <laughs> Every. And it goes so high that the next week he's playing a football game, <laughs> scores a touchdown, then catches a baseball, and they go, it can't be. Oh, my it God. It was dude. the same There ball. is no better metaphor. <laughs> That's how big oh Blue was. <sighs> News of that I'm not happening. I'm going to try to piggyback on that. That's it. <laughs> Would have been as big as Blue. <laughs> We all loved it. It was like... Um, even if you hated it, it was catchy enough. Yeah. And when it came on, you were like... Even the people who hated it left it on for like 20 seconds sure. before they tried to change it. I think that was one of those songs where when the iPhone came out, you're kind of like, oh, can you make any song your ringtone? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And 90% of America was like, I wonder if anyone will do blue. <laughs> Like, just the chorus. Uh, Not the weird part where he's like, I have a blue house yeah. with a blue window. <laughs> like, they almost that, lost no, it. Yeah, we almost lost you on that How one. How good is your chorus <laughs> if the song was still a hit oh. when the verse was, I have a blue house with a blue window? <laughs> Who wrote this? Microsoft? <laughs> what did you load a dictionary into a printer and this is what came out? <sighs> blue. Yeah, they and what was the beginning? It was like, now listen up, here's a story, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, it sounded like like he was like, we'll do the lyrics later. This is just like a rough track. Yeah, let's like, just lay it He lives in a blue town, and his car is blue, <laughs> and everything is blue. We'll get it later. <laughs> and the blue house. We'll do this. This is just for now. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they were like, no, nah, we can't beat that. I mean, terrible. It, it was very like Dustin Hoffman, Rain Manny. Like, <laughs> Just a guy just found out about the color blue. Yeah, and he was pumped about it. He wanted to notice everything. He went through his blue phase. His blue phase, yeah. Blue phase. Shit. <laughs> but there you were catching my my grease my grease fall off. So you go. So you, I, you I get go on the, a, You get yeah. the chutbah. Mom is is just the when an amazing piece it? of advice. When do you do it? Do so you do I, it in I, the morning. Yes. Yeah, so we had morning workouts. Mom goes, "You got to do it tomorrow." And I go in and I come back and she's like, "Did you do it?" I go, "No." And she's like, "You got to do it. Like you're gonna go further and further and get deeper into." The school year, and you're just going to put it off, and you just yeah. you, you cut the you know pull the rip off the bandaid, and right so off. yeah. So I go, I walk, then I, I come in one day. I go, hey coach, I'm thinking about um, not playing football this year. I'm going to do uh, the pl- tryout for the play. He goes, yeah. Why don't you come back in two weeks and tell me the right answer? And I go, okay, He's, cool, great talk. Yeah, he said, yeah. That. So then why I'm, are coaches allowed to be our drunk dads? Right. Just like we delegate one guy to be like, hey Ray, your legs look like chicken, baby, or whatever, and he whips you with a. <laughs> With a wet towel? Oh, my God. Like, you better is- play a football coach at some <laughs> juncture of your career. But they don't tell you. It's one of those things where you lie on your resume where yes. you're like, I can play tennis, ping yeah, pong, yeah. paddle boat, <laughs> ski ball. And they're like, well, that's not a sport, but glad you can do it. And like, part of my resume is soaked in scotch. <laughs> There's a hole from a cigarette at the top. Yeah, I'm a real active yeah. guy. All and I really <laughs> want is a polo shirt tucked into shorts. You'll get it. That's all I want. You'll get and it. High socks. <laughs> The highest. Oh, God. But then you get hired for it, and then yeah. you can't, you know, 
do it like because you you playing a football coach without any knowledge of it and saying things like your legs look like chicken baby <laughs> your legs look like chicken Guess what? baby I want to see that coach in all four sequels of yeah. that film but I, what is it it's it, he's supposed to be the scary I guess he has to push you he to, ha- I guess it's like a general or something totally and there's something I mean something that must have happened in, in these coaches lives not I mean this guy was so great at, he was a basketball coach too and then, and then uh, eventually got fired but he was so intense and great for football because he could motivate you like none other but he had a, a a lack of balance of positive um uh uh what's what I'm looking for positive uh, reinforcement yeah and uh versus how much he would just try to you know pound into you verbally and abuse you to get you to like so the first time he, that when he called you the f word in his office was yeah. that not the first time that, no well that was the first time oh he didn't yeah. throw that one around no um, but would he say you look like you're carved out of cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> Would he call you ladies? That one is always. That's a little. Toxic. He might have. Yeah, that is toxic. Toxic. He. That's, um, that's like when they do Mad Men about our time. Yeah. It, I mean, coaches. I'm pretty sure still call groups of guys ladies. A thousand percent. <laughs> I mean, it's probably it way worse today. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, ladies. It's happening it's like, right now. It's so yeah. Offensive. It is. And also. <laughs> yeah. That's when you want Ronda Rousey to like swing in, just a shin bone yeah. to his face and Fuck, swing. Wouldn't out. that be great? I wrestled her. What? On my talk show. Yeah, she took me down. I gotta look that up. I think it's on there. On the YouTube. We had to take all the Pete Holmes clips off. Your Matumbo stuff was some of the, oh, yeah. the best stuff. Oh, ever. thanks, man. Yeah. I beat yeah, beatbox with Matumbo. Would you ever do another run? Of the talk show? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I liked it. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd be open to it. Nobody's asked me that. See, yeah. that's the thing. Nobody's asking me that. Right now? <laughs> See what happens with the show. Right? Well, I mean, I, I love this lifestyle I like yeah. more. Cool. But we never really got like the thing. You didn't. Well, now I don't interview me. Right, sorry, don't sorry, interview sorry, sorry, me. Sorry, 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 sorry. You got to come back on my podcast. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you. All right. So I go and I he tell said, him. Tell me the right answer yeah. in a week. And I come back, and then he goes. Uh, Wait, when did you come back? Um, about two weeks. Really? I walk- <laughs> I'm gonna show this guy on his timetable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him the two weeks. Oh, my God. But I'm going to not budge. Yeah. I, maybe I thought that was an accurate assessment of the time needed to well, make that. Were you scary of drunk dad? Very scared. And he, I mean, he'd been there. I'd seen, I'd gone to basketball games five years prior, you know, and seen this guy coaching and, and observed how intense he was. And now I'm, like, living in his world. And, and I, I, uh, I go and, I, and I, he's in his office, which is all the way down this long hallway. You know why a coach always has the upper hand? Because I'm, I'm really trying to picture this. Yeah. Is, like, he's the only one that's not like getting naked and and sweating yeah he's like the one guy that's yeah. like look at all your fucking rubes <laughs> in your underwear and, and you're we're sweating. looking up to him like oh tell us when to run and hit people and <laughs> we have to listen to yeah. him because he never takes his pants yeah, off yeah that's not right yeah it's like seinfeld's bit about like the doctor is always right because you're in a gown oh yeah, yeah and yeah. pants <laughs> always beats no pants in the in the locker oh, room pants gr- always beats no pants yes too. Pants beats no it pants. It transcends, yeah, yeah, every uh, profession. He who wears pants, or she. Yeah. Or she. Thank you. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> Let's move it, ladies. So he, I walk down this long hallway, and I'm just so nervous. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And I walk in, and I go, and he goes, Adam Ray. I knock on his door, and he goes, uh, come in. And I go, uh, hey, so um, you, what, you, how, how's your day been? Like trying to make some like shitty small talk. And he was like, what's going on? He's like, I'm like, okay. So Wait, um, he was trying to make. I was. You were. I said like, oh yeah, no. David. Like, where do you get your whistle? <laughs> <laughs> do you get to keep all the cones from practice, or <laughs> you knock a book off his desk, you pick it up? It's called yelling at children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. Uh... <laughs> 
the Lazuko or something. Yeah. <laughs> Insult of the day, yeah. one a day calendar. <laughs> All right. He pulls it off. Ooh, the F word. <laughs> I hope I get to use that one today. What's up, Adam? What's going on? Oh my God. This is you're great. So so then I go I go, so I've been thinking about it and I'm decided I'm gonna uh I'm gonna not do football this year. I'm gonna try out I'm gonna try out for the um I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can. Uh, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna not do football. I'm gonna try to do the. Yeah, the try play. to do the play. Yeah. I'm just stumbling. You know, and can't he, get anything. And, out. and he, he goes, "Oh, you did it like that." Yeah. Oh, I, I and think then he's stumbling now. And so, and he goes, "Did you say the plays? <laughs> like the book of plays we've been going over?" Well, then I try to make a joke. I go, I go, and they're doing Greece, so uh, you know, I'm not gonna have a chance to memorize the playbook because I gotta memorize the lyrics to Grease Lightning. Wow. And there's just a pause. That's I, a good joke. Yeah, I thought I was like, I thought that would kind of maybe just. I don't know lean, what it would do. Lean into just it. like let him know that, like, hey man, like, yeah, I don't know. I thought comedy would uh, soften the blow, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he just paused and then just goes, "Get on my office, you," and it rhymes with you know, tag it, yeah, and uh, yeah, 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 and I just and I'm I look at him, tag him, yeah, as a, it rhymes with bigot too, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and I just pause and go, "All right, great, thanks so much." And then just like walked out and like did you did it break your heart totally it's breaking my heart now totally because I felt like I let him down and it was like and he was also the basketball coach and that was my sport and I was like oh if this affects that what have I done because that's really what I love so you know more than uh, than anything and this so, is like if we did take commercial breaks yeah like they do do on <laughs> Jeff Garland's podcast yeah just in the middle of nowhere yeah. it's Jeff Garland going like Postmates <laughs> I don't know why I tried to do it's a, a good bad Garland that's yeah, a good Garland. <laughs> Go to stamps.com. And I'm in the car looking for the 15 forward button. Go get in there and sell some shit. Stamps.com. Get back to the cast, Jeff. Uh, but if we did, I would do one here. We'll be right back. That, <laughs> oh, no, that was excellent. Bad, yeah. That was bad. Pete, There's a guy named Pete Holmes. Oh, my that's, God. Uh, that's a little breathy and airy. <laughs> <laughs> it was ex- That was 100%. Oh, yeah. I hassled him about being on my uh, 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 podcast, and and he brought me up at the comedy store once, and he goes, this next guy, Adam Ray, he has a podcast. <laughs> well, that second part wasn't good, but that, yeah. No, yeah. even you're Close. L- yeah. losing it is yeah. still in the yeah. green. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you know, watch a lot of Curb. So we would take Richard Lewis was on my flight today. What? Yeah. I, I flew in today. Wow. Uh, from That's why we're recording at Thanks 6 o'clock. Thanks for knocking this out. 6 o'clock. Yeah. No, thank you for doing it. Come on. Um, and being flexible, moving around, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Did you uh, talk to him? Well, uh, we saw him. Okay, so this is like a commercial break. Yeah, okay. Because I want to know if you got to play basketball. Yeah, great. But instead, great, it's an yeah. anecdote br- break. Yeah, I think so. Stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> when you need to mail something. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have to build? I can't do yeah, it. I, know. I hear you doing yeah, it's, it. I it's can't all right. do it. Yeah. Stamps.com. I can't do it. I can't do it. You gotta get up. What is the uh, adult one? Adam and Eve. Yeah, get a yeah, vibrator. Yeah. Get a vibrator. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. God. Living life. Yeah. Sweating. Anyway, uh, Richie Lou. So we're at the airport. We're in Boston. Yeah. And uh, this is this morning. And then Val goes, There's Richard Lewis. <laughs> and I look up and it's just a man. And I'm like, Oh no, we've lost Valerie. <laughs> like mentally, she's yeah, gone. Yeah, that could be the moment. Then that man moved and there, there he was, Richard Lewis. 
And I'm so happy to tell this story because I opened for Richard Lewis about – I said when I talked to him – spoiler, I talked to him uh, 10 years ago. But I think it was more than that. Yeah. I think it was like 2003. So it was, wow, 13 years ago. Wow. So at Zany's Vernon Hills. Okay. And uh, he was great. And uh, I, I remember very little about the show. He didn't watch the openers, which I was like, oh, that's offensive. And now that I'm a headliner, I completely understand that yep. you, you don't want them, like, soaking into you. Like, when you follow them, like, you don't want to sound like – like, I'm kind of an impressionable person. Yeah. You're, also, someone explained it to me like this. They were like, you know, then he does a bit and you think he stole it from you. But if he didn't even watch you, like, then there's no risk. Yeah. Yep. He didn't say any of this. This was all – conjecture yeah but anyway he did great and uh the only thing i remember was i would say do you guys want ready for your headliner and he was like please don't say that just say ladies and gentlemen richard lewis which is completely correct by the way yeah i'm trying to yeah. rile yeah. him up like it's a fucking open mic <laughs> not you your guys job. ready for this not next your job. guy yeah. <laughs> just say he's a fucking legend just, just say, say richard know lewis. where they are they bought tickets yeah, they read are the- you ready <laughs> if someone said are you ready for your headliner at like one of like my show yeah i would be like what the fuck yeah there Maybe you. you get playful with it. You say, yeah. the person we're all here to see, yep. blah, 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 but yep. not your head. Not too much. You don't need to add too much. Yeah. The steak's already great. Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Let the sizzle sell. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I see him. We get on the plane. <clears throat> I'm not planning on talking to him because lately... Maybe it was Craig Robinson. Lately, I was just kind of getting a little more gun shy. I was like, I need to stop talking to celebrities. <laughs> like, I need to, like, I gave myself a note. I was like, I, I like being the guy that sees Matt Damon at a party and goes up. But then it always goes badly. It always like, hey. And then they're like, Stamp Shot, come. <laughs> they're like, oh, boy, I just went into a bad Garland commercial. Why didn't I just talk about Goodwill Hunting or I went up to the air up there with Kevin Bacon? And yeah. I meant to say hello. But what came out was Jeff Garland doing a commercial for Stamps.com. And the weirdest thing, he bought some. He's a big guy on Stamps.com. Yeah, he's a big supporter. So I was like, don't talk to him. Who cares? You opened for him 13 years ago. He doesn't remember. But then I'm also putting it together. I'm like, he does follow me on Twitter, which now I think he doesn't run his own Twitter because, anyway, I don't think he knows me. Anyway, we get on the plane. I'm not going to talk to him. But he's in my seat. He miscounted the rows. Wow. So he's he he was one row too far. Okay. So I was like Opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry you're in my seat. I think you're in my seat. I, I don't I don't boss around Richard Lewis. <laughs> I'm not a boss. I think is a great thing to add in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think you're in my seat. Yeah. And I would have just not said anything, but I was with Valerie yeah. and we two seats together. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Oh, uh, B, B, and I'm like, yeah. And he goes, five, five, I'm not, no, it's, this is six. He goes, oh, and, it, so, and then I go, as he gets up, I'm so happy to tell this. I just go, we've actually met Richard, but I didn't pause for him to guess Great. where we met. Great. Fuck that, that shit. That's weird. Don't ever put it Don't on them. Don't do it. Of course he's not going to know. Don't do it. Yeah. But people, we talk about this on my podcast a lot. Yep. People are constantly doing that to everyone. Yep. Hey, I've, we've met actually. Yeah. Okay. And then just play the fucking Jeopardy theme and wow. get out of my yeah, house. Yeah, man. There's no way I'm going to remember. <laughs> Just fill in the blanks for me. So I go, we've met, actually, I opened for you 10 years ago at Zany's in Chicago. And uh, I'm sure you don't remember, but it's nice to see you or whatever. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, I do remember. I do. It's so good to see you. And he touches my face like a sweet, wow, like a Jewish grandmother yeah. kind of move. Little bubble And then I watch this man be the sweetest man. I'm so happy to say to everyone on the plane, 
He couldn't have been sweeter because he's on the aisle. And yeah. He's walking. People are walking in and saying hello to him. He's so sweet to everyone. That's awesome. He was sw- making small talk with the person next to him. I watched him struggle with the uh, on- in-flight entertainment for quite a while. <laughs> Did anybody help him? I, I was too embarrassed. By the way, that is, that's one of those things where it's like we all shit. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. And we, and we all, all struggle. Str- with the online, or the, I helped Valerie. You know what it is. You're always there's always somebody pushing because there's always something you're just pushing a little. The too screens ho- are never good. No, this was one of those screens that you had to thumb <laughs> for a good hot second. Like you needed it to acknowledge your body heat <laughs> to register. So I knew the tips. Yeah. The other one was some of these fucking planes are trying to do the iPad thing, so you're swiping through oh, movie no, posters. Don't you don't, don't need do that. it. No. But there's a button. This is on American. There's a button upper left that you push and it puts it into the grid view. Okay. And if I were to whisper for a tip to Richard Liu, I would have said grid view. But then I was worried, what if he has bad eyesight and goes, now they're too small, and now he's embarrassed. Like, oh, I'm playing shit. it all yeah. out. And then I was like, let's just... Yeah, let's you, just. you had your win. I had my win. Yeah. It was nice to see him, and he touched my, my punum. That's incredible. And he was just so nice. Now, did you now do you walk away from that going, okay, well, my, uh, my views have changed on maybe engaging like, when I think I shouldn't engage? I suppose... I think the lesson I've learned through all of the talking to Lebs is have a message, tell them the out. Just be like, hey, Adam Ray, I love you in uh, – which one was it? Spy, right? If you didn't blink, sure. Yeah, it was quick. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. You're a spy. I love you in Spy. Sure. I don't want to take up any of your time. I just wanted to say hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's on them to go like, no, no, where are you going? Where are you from? Are you from around here? You know, totally. let them do it. <laughs> totally. Because I fucked up with Matty D, and I was like, I blew it with Matty D. Can I piggyback on that with my own example? Please, because but I- when we come back, <laughs> we are finding out if it fuck. I am very. We, we're gonna. Like, yes, it's, a cl- it's great. I've never had a cliffhanger uh, on the show. Stamp stamp. Stamps. I get a few more of those. Why um, doesn't Stamps.com hire us? They owe us fucking money for this they shit. They really do. If you're tired of going, let's just. If you're tired of going to the post office, <laughs> go to Stamps.com. They yeah. get, they'll get you the the scale. And they print it out at home. We've got Elvis Presley stamps. <laughs> All right. Um. I want to check for it next time. Stamps.com, we shit all over you. Yeah. All over and your You can service. take that to the bank. Yes. And you cannot go to the post office, <laughs> but you will have to go to the bank. <laughs> to cash that threat, you bitch. Jesus, I got so angry right there. The guy at Sam's.com was just writing me a check, and then you called him a bitch, and he was like, well, forget it. I don't even know how to mail this to him anyway. Sam's.com. There it is. He's back. All right. Write that check. So you're celeb. So I uh, went to um, uh, Friends with the Trumpet Player in the Dave Matthews Band, so I went to go see the concert. You're like, I'm friends with Trump. I'm like, huh? Oh, my God. You're friends with the trumpet player? Rashawn Ross. In the Dave Dave Matthews Matthews Band. Oh, wow. So I go to the show in Irvine, right? And, And he gave uh, my buddy and I these passes to go backstage to where like the artist guest area. And Can I interject? Yeah, unembarrassed enjoyer of Dave Matthews from time to time. Uh, I love that about you. Okay. I like them more from time to time. You like them more from time to time. I had a run. No judgment. I just feel like in 1999 they, uh, we all just were like, let's all act like we didn't love them. That's so stupid to me because yeah. if you really watch them live, they are. I think now, what, six with this. Tim Rose? They are some I of the most this. talented musicians. Carter Beaufort, the drummer, is one of the greatest drummers on planet Earth. You know, and he's got and those little splashy cymbals that he goes, It's unreal. Sh- Tim Reynolds, like people that share them, I'm like, do you not in- Tim appreci- Reynolds is in the band now? Yes. Oh. And, Satellite dude, I mean, indeed. 
I don't know what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, he's satelliting around. There it and then is. They brought him in. We'll be right back. Stamps.com. <laughs> no, so so I go backstage and there's not a lot of people, but Ryan Seacrest is there. Right, and I see ah. Ryan Seacrest, and I have this thing. Um, I was sure so like you. hoping this was a Dave Matthews story where it's like, burr, 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 burr. like you're like, I'm a big fan. That's pretty much it, man. That's Crash and Ants. Mar- that was two songs right there you just sang. Hack up your skirt a little more. Yeah. Show your vagina to me. First That's, draft was yeah. show me your labia. That was his first draft. He showed it to the band. Hike up your skirt a little more. We like. Show me, me your labia. labia. This isn't we. There are going to be some people who don't like that. How about show your world to me? <laughs> I still like labia. <laughs> he battles it. I'm I the still one out like there. it. <laughs> and, and I'm the one saying it. Well, they know there. that world means labia. That's what we need to be talking about. Put it in the liner notes, Dave. <laughs> Put it in parentheses. Last time I checked, this is called the Dave Matthews Band. I'm saying labia. <laughs> you question me one more time, I'll change it to the Dave Labia Band. Well, that's not even, that's neither here, that's just a bad you idea. You guys checking out DLB? <laughs> the Dave Labia Band. Yes. Hell yeah. T-shirt. So I'm backstage and I see Seacrest. You see Seacrest. I see Seacrest. I see Seacrest on all my emails. <laughs> Give me a bump. bump. I know you don't, but bump I it. do, I'll bump. You do, you bump for that. I'm sweaty and coughing, I'll bump. <laughs> I was on a plane so, earlier. That uh, seems like you're like sick people. Yeah. <laughs> I should not be allowed. How now. are we all real quick not sick all the time from airplanes? I was on a plane two days know. ago, and literally the sounds and uh, the sa- yeah. the sounds I heard in like a span of of thirty seconds yep. from all around me, I heard like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah. I've got AIDS and herb. I've got yeah, everything you now. Got them all. I mean, and then you I Pokemon. How do we not get sick all the time? I, I take do. vitamins decently, but not. I've been on a flight. And look, it's it's important to the story. It was a first class seat. I I treated, all right. It was a vacation. I quote, by the way, and I tell people when I upgrade to first class, it's because of hearing you on a podcast saying talking about how on your on this podcast about how like the travel to get to these places is so much that every now and then like it's so because I was doing it so much of not, and then it's like God, man, these East Coast trips, and I'm so tired. Yeah, I I deserve to be up there and pay. You know, you know who else you mentioned him earlier, Chris D'Elia. Whenever I saw Chris D'Elia in a first class seat as I was on my way to coach, yeah, and he went, "That's so weird. I'm only up here because you said that. Wow, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. So you're not the only. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the hot towels. But yes, and I flew. Sorry, I flew first today. It was a warm towel. Uh, you, you don't changed. need the tongs, sir. You can hand that one to me. You don't need the tongs, sir. I, I appreciate I the theater it. of yeah, the tongs. I understand. Ooh, ooh, so ooh, hot. Ooh, the microwave. <laughs> Who knew it was set to hot cooking? <laughs> Look, see, yeah. I was as we discussed, I was in six, yeah. so I was the last row of first. Okay. By the time we got there, they were lukewarm towels. <laughs> Did you say that? No. Because no, you're a nice guy. if you get a hot one... My first time flying first, I didn't know what you were supposed to do. Obviously, no one, no one knows. Put it on your face, then you take it off. It feels like you just drank a cup of coffee and got a blowjob. It's it amazing. does. It is amazing. It's amazing. But, like, people in coach, as I still fly coach, yeah. you know, you're like, ah, fuck them with their towels. You don't know how good it is. You don't know. Well, they do know because the, the, the pre-board judgment that you get, yeah. you, people look at you like you're the new fish in an aquarium, yeah. and they get jammed up, and then they just stare at you, it's, as, as we all have. Yeah. One time I had a hot towel on my face, and I took it off, and I look up, and there's a woman just looking down at me. And she's jammed up in the aisle, and she just goes, 
Must be nice. No. Swear to God. She threw you at MBN? Swear to God. <laughs> Must be nice. Oh, and I man. looked up at her and I was like, now do I hand her back the towel and say, it used to be warm, now it's cold like your heart. Back to coach. Ah, no. I thought funny. I saw a whole other scenario. Must be nice. Must be nice. But I go. If you were getting a, a pedicure while you were doing then yeah. you get a must be Yes. Nice. You're just putting a fucking reusable. You can do tiny, this. Yeah, you can you, go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then I thought, what's the protocol there? Like, if she can throw it in my face do i then get to yeah. or is it because of the Can privilege you go back she's in the middle seat and be like must be shitty <laughs> <laughs> you had to pay for maleficent i got to watch it twice you for free you had to pay for maleficent <laughs> you know you know there's a button that makes it a tile view <laughs> Oh, you don't have a screen? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, must be I'm shitty. Sorry. Must be, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Everybody has a screen yeah. now. I'm sorry. So you were in first class. Uh, hotel. Yeah. What was the point Fuck. of that? You were I'm telling sorry. us about Dave Matthews. And I said, Seacrest. I, I see Seacrest. I, I, Ryan, see on all my emails. I'm sorry. I, um, uh, you first class, Boston. I don't think there was flew a back to the- Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Coffin, yeah, yeah. getting Thank sick. Thank you, Aristotle. Thank you so much, Aristotle. Thank you, Aristotle. Yes. So it was a vacation. We hadn't been on vacation in like years, yeah. years and years and years. And uh, we, we were going to go to Hawaii and we went to Hawaii and behind me, I hate sh- kids in first class. Get the fuck out of first class. You don't deserve that. Get out of there. You the- haven't lived enough. Your legs aren't touching the floor. Put this shit in the overhead. You're my dad playing with the hot towel? to drive us in a fucking Winnebago. <laughs> this kid doesn't need a hot towel. It's a blanket <laughs> to this piece of shit. Get your children out of fucking first class. Yes. That's what the bulkhead is for. Yes. You put them in the front row of coach so you can see them yes. while you get day drunk and eat ice cream. Don't put those shit. Eat homes for president. This is, I've never That's been what stuck. the bulkhead is for. I was on another first class flight with uh, Pamela. She's the voice of Bobby Hill. Pamela. Pamela. Oh, on. Um, uh, She's in Louie. Yeah. She's and that's phenomenal. what she did. Her fucking kids were where they fucking belonged, at the bulkhead. Her. That makes me happy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It was also virgin. There's only like eight first class seats. Yeah, I know. Still, Still. She did it. That's, Big that's time how move. you do. That's yeah. how you do. That's how you So parent. anyway, there was a kid, a shitty kid. He looked like me. He was soft and like they were rich, you know, fucking rich people in first class. And he had a blazer, like a khaki blazer. He was like nine. Did his haircut suck? To his me, his when haircut, I see a, yeah. a shitty kid with a shitty haircut, I'm like, dude, even the barber was like, yeah. bim, fuck this kid. That he sucks. Wasn't I want mistake. his head to reflect that. He was marking you like <laughs> Nathaniel Hawthorne novels. <laughs> he was giving you a mark <laughs> so everyone would know. Even the barber who's paid to like you. <laughs> Didn't like no. you. No. <laughs> yeah, he probably had a shitty fucking haircut. He's sitting behind me. And he had like, you know, there's coughs and then there's like skeletor coughs yeah. where it's deep. It's and deep. There's a, thi- a guttural wheeze. Like tea, uh, like at the beginning of movies where they show you how good the sound is. Yeah. They could play this cough because there's oh, so many colors no. and levels to oh, it. Oh, no. Just the cough you have when you're right in the middle of the most contagious. It's like evolution. You hear it and you know I shouldn't be near this cough. No. And I, I didn't even recline my seat. This sounds like I know I'm a fucking asshole. But I didn't recline my seat because I would be right in his fucking lap. And the kid was just hacking. And I did. I got sick. I got sick. It was him. I wanted his name and phone number. Yeah. So when I had it, I couldn't cough in a mayonnaise jar and mail it to his shitty haircut having ass. <laughs> Fuck you. What? Going to Hawaii? What do you need to recl- retreat from? Fucking paste? You shit? <laughs> Get to the bulkhead and turn this plane around. You're not going to Maui. You had some garland in there. Ah, Get to the bulkhead. bulkhead. (laughs) Stamp knocker. Dude, you're so right, though. It's like such a privilege that is unearned and undeserved. Get out of here. And you're sick. 
You're flying first class and you're sick? Yeah. Get the coach passenger yeah, yeah, yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, in coach, there's a perfect symphony you're right, of, of so of, much yes, viruses that it killing each other. each other out. Yes. <laughs> first class is the shitty parents that don't let their kids touch any germs. That's why we're all old, like sick and pale yeah. and counting money yeah. and dying. Yeah. Coach, yeah, it's fine. They take care of each other. They do. Yeah. They're, they're much more they're cohesive. Good, they're good people. <laughs> They're good people back there. <laughs> They're Bernie people. I'm still playing a lot of coach. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just want to point that out. Of course. Anyway, so you, Matt, Ryan Seacrest, Re- backstage quick, at the yeah. Dave Labia Band. Steve <laughs> Seacrest, and I go, oh, I should say something to him. And every now and then, I didn't have, oh, and maybe he'll, I could get him on the podcast. Yeah. But very back in the back of my brain, if, if there's some cool rapport built, then maybe that'll come, maybe an email will be getting down right. the line. Sure. Um, so, there you go. Maybe yeah. an email. <laughs> I always try That's to get the email nice address. That's a nice realistic. I'm going to have Andre 3000 on, and be- I have an email because ah. I met him at the Laugh Factory. He was in the audience. I saw him laughing. Yeah. Uh, I go, I'm going to keep checking in. If he enjoys my set, I'm going to maybe introduce myself after. Then, But I was on first, and I go, I don't want to interrupt the show, and I don't want he's going to stay. So I go, you know, I'm going to pick up his tab for him and his girl, and then now I'm, it's on him. If he wants to reach out and say, hey, tell that guy I want to say thanks. You bought their drinks? Yeah. And you so, Andre 3000, Andre 3000? You got it. <laughs> Yep, while listening to the soundtrack of Mr. 3000, the um, Bernie Mac baseball movie. So, uh, <laughs> and so, wow. uh, so I. Uh, it was uh, a baseball comedy that didn't have Billy Crystal in it. I know. That's confusing. Or Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Baseball. baseball. You're welcome. Wow. We'll be right back. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Mr. Baseball, one of the most underrated. I Baseball loved it as a kid. Selick was the man. Is the man. He goes to Japan. Yep. And the, and all I remember is she tells him it's okay to slurp the noodles. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only line you really need to remember from that film. Yeah. He had chest hair. He did. He had I a lot of it. I remember not knowing how to feel about him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am what I into I- this? <laughs> It's like one of those test drives. It's a sexuality test what drive. Good- <laughs> you go, all right, there's selling. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> am I into this? Dude, so many young boys just confused about which way am I supposed to go now? Yeah. Do this I want to be him? Yeah. Do I want to be inside of him? D- these are the questions that Selleck presents. <laughs> both are fine. Yeah, or are third, fine. I'm not a Selleck. I'm not a Selleck guy. I'm not a Selleck. Yeah. A hard seller. <laughs> so you're going in email, Andre. Yeah. So anyway, so style. I pick up his tab, and then he goes. He tells uh, the waiters, "Yeah, we, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I want to meet him after the uh, show and say thanks." So we do, and we shoot the shit. And I didn't ask about the podcast right away because that's then it's like, oh, that's why he picked up my tab. Yeah, and that's not why I picked up his tab. I it's really just if you go with in good intentions, then it's such a, and so yeah, you don't want to be slimy. No, but you also like here's the got to be proactive a you little need bit. To and like do... this is the in- interaction. And, yeah. and and so he goes, I go. He's like, I'm in town for a little bit, and I got these shows and and or i want to go to more shows like well dude give me your mail and i'll invite you i'm you know, on a bunch of good shows and and there's a lot out here and and you go oh cool yeah because we don't really know what's up and so i was like so then uh emailed a few times with this girl and then i slipped in the podcast and one she was all forwarded on to him that was and then he got back and was like what up man it's honor three thousand in parentheses Wait, like, so he gave you his assistant's email no his girlfriend who was with him she gave me her He's email. Dating his assistant? No, she's not hers. His assistant. Why is he feel? Why is his girlfriend? I think he just maybe didn't want to have. His I think emails. he said, "Give me." That's an assistant. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I think he just didn't want to probably. I get it. Yeah, right. Like have me email direct. I don't, yeah, no, I, don't know. I get it. Maybe it was like 
hey, feel out whatever that conversation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know if it's I don't kosher. want you to do anything weird to me, but yeah. here's my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Edit so, it out? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. So, so, anyway, so we've exchanged, and it's going to happen. And, and but so, then you, so a you were nice with the girlfriend. Yes. And great. then out of After nowhere, a few exchanges, here comes an one email. One from him. And it, like a goofy name. They always have like goofy names. What up, Chief? He goes, Andre in parentheses. He goes, 3,000. I hate that I have to do that. And then he's just so nice and complimentary. He said he even heard of the podcast from some buddies. He's never done one. I, no. I, I definitely want to do it. Like, it sounds fun, but let's wait till I got something to really talk about. And I was like, all good, man. Wow. So with that in mind, I see Seacrest, and I go, um, all right, here's my Seacrest tie. My freshman year of high school in Seattle, he hosted. Seacrest <clears throat> Seattle? There's something there. There's, there's a lot there. 1990- Seattle Crest. I see. <laughs> I see Seattle secret. No, <laughs> there's so many there's C sounds. <laughs> I see C Seacrest on all my By the Seattle. Show moments, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna right. my, I'm <laughs> jump into this. So he's hosting the show called mean. Click, this trivia game show for high school kids. It's only airs in Seattle. Uh-huh. 1998, my freshman year of high school. So I'm on it, and he's hosting it, and it's in Tacoma, Washington, South Wait, Seattle. You were on a show that he hosted. Yes, in 1998, his first hosting gig. So I go, that's a fucking deep cut pull. I'm like, that's that is. So if I walk up that to him, is I opened for you ten years ago. Yes, that's times what, a million. Is it? I think it's times a million. It's in the same boat. It's in the same boat. But Maybe it's on the same ship, rows. but it's in yeah. So <laughs> yes, so on. yeah, so you're that's right. why they're, that, they're more similar than I thought. But yeah, they're very they're similar. good. They're right. good. They're good. Just as far as like, oh, what is the and do I bring it up? And because in my head, I'm like, ah, he could say, and then I just go, all right, he's either going to say. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Nice to meet you. Or yeah. he'll go, oh, man, I haven't thought about that forever. Yeah. You're coming at me with a cool vibe. It's like and not bringing being... up shipmates to yep. Chris Hardwick. Yep. <laughs> I was on one of those shitty dates. You called me uh, Fuckface McDoodle, and you said I definitely wasn't getting any. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, I keep interrupting. That, with no, this. <laughs> that's come on. That's the best. Don't ever not do that, please. Go on. So, so uh, you go up with a with a, a, a an isolated yes tidbit, very Just, specific. That's very good. And like you said, have the out. So have I go, out. I go, bring it up, say whatever, and then go like, anyway, man. Uh, yes. Like nice to like great to meet you, whatever. So I go, uh, a plus. So I go, uh, hey uh, Ryan. He goes, hey, what's up? Man? And there's not a lot of people around. And I yeah. go, so that was the other thing too. I I hate when there's if he's in, and and also one of my biggest pet peeves are people. People who just interrupt conversations, like and like you know, at comedy clubs happens all the time. You're we'll be talking, well, and somebody comes up and yeah. goes, "Hey, Pete," and just says, "What up?" Right. And it's like, do you not see that? Like, the, you're engaged with, like, just wait yeah. your for the moment. Like, have I, some social tact. It's yeah. I know it's easier said than done. It's not that big of a deal, but it like can I? It drives you know, me kind of crazy. I always want to give props to to Hambone, John Ham. One time I was talking to him. He didn't know me from Adam. It was the first time we met. Someone came up and tried to do that very L.A. thing where they see... They see ham. They see ham, and they think it's Easter. But guess what? (laughs) We're not serving today, baby. Because he goes... uh, Sorry, I'm just in the middle of a conversation. Very polite, but he... And that's, fucking baller. And you know what? I think the the person might have been like a gorgeous woman. There was some status associated with the person coming up. Like it was another famous person or something. And fucking ham. Dude, that's ham. The world will be a better place if that happened all the time. Yeah, that's one handshake I never had to correct. 
That was like a 45-minute callback, and I'm really... I love this that. This is a great episode. This, uh, this is a really... And I'm, can I just tell you real quick how pumped I am to be on this show? <laughs> it's great. I'm I so love happy this podcast. It's the greatest. I love um, it. Thanks, buddy. So, um, so Secret, I bring it up. I yeah. go click, whatever. He goes, oh, man. He goes, that was my first hosting gig. Immediately. He just goes, oh, man. He goes, that was crazy. I go, I was on it. He didn't say I remember you, but he goes, yeah. uh, which would have been crazy. Or touch your put him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, that was great. He goes, that was my first hosting gig. I go, yeah, it was nuts because here I am on the show and I remember being like, man, this guy's a really good host. He should not be on this show. And then I go, three years later, I see you on Idol. Yeah. And then and I was just like, holy shit, that's the fucking guy with blonde tips who, you know, whatever. And he's yeah. like, oh, man, we start laughing. He goes, oh, man. And he goes, oh, and he goes, oh, this is my uh, girlfriend. He introduced me to her. Gives and then her we, your email. He, <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. Too soon. All right. So, so then, uh, so then, so then we shoot the shit a little bit more, and I go. Anyway, man, enjoy the show. He goes. How do you know? Uh, um, the, he uh, extends. Yeah. yeah, extends. He extends. Yeah. And he goes, how do you know Dave and the band? I go, oh, Rashawn's a, a buddy. And he goes, oh, nice. Which then like took me up another little like, oh, you're not just. A, yep. Maybe I don't know. You're back in this. You're You've back in this private area. That you're cool. Yeah. You didn't even bring it up. No. He brought it. It's yep. kind of ideal. Totally. It's like he walked in on you having dinner with the trumpet player from Dave Matthews. Yeah. Organic. And, yeah. And that's how you want it to be. And so then yes. and, so then after all that, I go, yeah, all right, in. now it's cool and now it's kosher enough to be able to maybe be like, hey, man, I got this podcast. You know, we've had on Pete Holmes, Susan Sarandon, Melissa McCarthy. Do you want to like, you know, it's, it's a fun show, whatever. Like we could talk about click, whatever. I go, I know you're super busy. I go, but maybe we just swap, uh, get an email and I can start the dialogue. And, and even if it, he goes, yeah, man, I'm super busy. He goes, but yeah, he goes, take my email. He goes, we'll try to make it happen. And I go. That's all I need. I was so, so worried that that was the point where this goes sour. Yeah. But it's not. No, it wasn't. He gives you Ryan at Seacrest.org. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Garland at Stamps. <laughs> Fu Manchu, True Fu, whatever the Mr. Chu do was, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Chu to you. <laughs> there it is. I don't want to ever forget it's that. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan at CaramelloCommercial.com. Oh, very good. Yeah. Register it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that was... He goes, I'll give you an email. Yeah. But so the whole point of that was just, again, acknowledging the... And I think there is a balance of like, you know, and not even just oh, for the sake of... No, it was great. So ah, we left and I've, so so I've been exchanging. But we, and we haven't, you know, connected as well as I he, would want to through the email. Does he write Seacrest out at the end? Oh, my God. That's a personal question. <laughs> and anyway, it would be fun to do your podcast at some point. Um, I'm CCing my assistant who knows my schedule a little bit better than I do. But very nice meeting you, Seacrest out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You kind of have to. Yeah, you got to lean into it. Isn't it? What a cool. Do you ever want to get to that point? And sorry to interview, but like where you get. Something like that in the lexicon of yeah. like pop, like a well, secret. I thought of that when I saw Richard Lewis. I thought, you know, it's kind of a shame he did that Boku commercial. I mean, I, I'm older than you, so I remember a Boku. Do you remember Boku? Fill me in. Yeah, he did a Boku commercial. Okay, I'm glad you don't know. Because yeah. honestly, my my thought was, I was so I was already thinking about this kind of area. Yeah, I was like. I'm looking at Boston, and I'm kind of like, I wonder how many... It's like when Robin Williams won the Oscar. Yeah. He talked about going back to Boston, and he was like, you still, people are going, hey, Mork! Mork. Oh, yeah. Know, so yeah. So calling him Mork. And I was like, so it's kind of interesting, no matter how far, how much of a legend you are, sometimes people see you and go, Boku. 
you know, which was a juice box for adults. So it was kind of a oh my fucking God. stupid thing. Anyway, did he do that when he was Richard Lewis? And he was Richard Lewis. It was like it was like when Jay Leno did Doritos. Okay, so he probably made a billion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but like I was like, oh, you you got to be careful. <clears throat> yeah. Because what if you got an offer? To do a commercial for a lot of money, and and it it, it is something because I'm pretty sure Boku it, it was I should have had a V8, but I'm pretty sure Boku was something similar. And then I should have had a V8, but instead I had a Boku. Do they just throw V8 under the bus like that? <laughs> they throw the V8 under a V8 bus. <laughs> That's all you get for a V8 joke. That's great, though. Under a V8 yeah, I bus. I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So what do you do? I mean, what if you had like a oh, and that's like your thing and oh. then you win an Oscar and you go back to Seattle and people are still going oh no I want to say <laughs> yeah I mean it's uh, <laughs> I mean god I don't know it, to have a cat to, fuck I mean you could have a I want to say that I'm I'm uh at this point in my life too as would be as pumped to just get a cool opportunity and if that's if people remember you from that there's it's I don't know I, I you'll you take it yeah, because I think you can't. I mean, look, I don't. I think right now I wouldn't do. I I don't think I would take a big commercial like that. That would be something crazy because I I put so much into building up w- with stand up and podcasts and acting. I, sure. I wouldn't want one thing to just maybe not erase that, but no, distract people from. This is the uh, Can you hear me now, guy? Yeah, Who, who's back? I just saw him by the way. Really? At, at a, uh, I was walking up doing Hyundai, and he was in there in sweatpants and a hoodie. I almost stopped. This is great. I this is the one time when I didn't stop, and I felt I see him walk out, and I go, and we cross paths, and he goes, "Hey, man!" I go, "Hey!" And I go, "I I, I don't know what I wanted out of that uh, interaction, but I want to stop and go, hey, um, what is it like to be you?' Yeah. Or or hey, would you do my pot? Like, yes, yeah. I wanted something because I'm looking at him being like, dude, that's kind of crazy that. I'm very curious about your life. He's walking in sweatpants. He had kind of a fucking weird walk. And yeah. I was like, what, is you, what are you all about, man? And you just switched. That'd be like if Ronald McDonald one day was just like, look, I'm wiping off the clown makeup. Yeah. I'm eating Whoppers, getting my dick sucked on a throne. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wearing this crown. And yeah. like, hey, I'm having it my way. You See you later. blew Mc- my mind. What if Ronald McDonald wiped off the clown makeup <laughs> and it is the Burger King king? Okay. Well, that is that's where. Like, that's the opening scene of the movie. That's like when Luke <laughs> looks under Vader's mask in the tree. <laughs> That would be like, yeah. Can you it's been him the whole time. <laughs> that's but a what, lot of makeup you got to put on to that's a lot. mat down a beard. Yeah. <laughs> what a great observation. So yeah. you saw, you know, but I've heard that that guy, I don't want to put words in his mouth, yeah. but I've heard uh, it was like third hand, so it might not be true, sure. that he was frustrated that somebody asked him what he did for a living, and he said, I used to be an actor. Meaning, like, I can't. No one will hire me. I'm the "Can you hear me now?" guy. I, I he had his chips and he cashed them in. And and you know, you know, in his defense. And by the way, we know a million people that took these campaigns. Yeah, I took campaigns. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> we all we all do this. Yes. commercial work is a part of yeah. of show part business. of the wheel. And you don't know that you're signing up. You hope that it'll be successful, but you don't know it's going to like capture something. In the zeitgeist, as you said earlier. Yeah. And it did, and then it kind of took his legs out, according to this third-hand story. He looked pretty happy. He had a nice skip to his step, and he was... I mean, and now he just gets to go do it for the other side. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even a big deal. 
Well, they did out for Wendy's. Remember, where's the beef? Oh yeah. And then that old woman went to Burger King or one one of the other ones and said, "I finally found the beef." She got in trouble though. She did. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 got mad at her for her beef comments. (laughs) (laughs) Or my parents started a rumor in our house that she got in trouble for switching sides. I'm pretty sure the lawyers looked into it. Yeah, they had to. She was clean, but you know. I don't, I, it's yeah. like Matt McCarthy, my dear friend, yeah. got that a big Verizon campaign, yeah. and I remember I actually at the time thought he was dumb, not dumb. I disagreed because they wanted to put him on a billboard, uh, and he said no. But I didn't know why he said no. I was like, "That's dumb. That's money. And yeah. Who cares?" And then all these years later, I found out why, and I completely understood. And I was like, "That's profound." He was like, "If it's just my photo, it's not even me being funny. It's just my image selling their yeah. shit." So I was like, "Oh, I get that it." Makes because sense. he was funny in those commercials, so every one of them was like a little ad for how funny he was as well. But if it was just his picture, then then he really felt like he had. If the ad is funny, like my buddy Beck Bennett, who's on SNL now, he did those roundtable kid yeah, commercials. I love him. Amazing. Uh, those were great. And if I got to do something like that, I think I would do it because he was so funny in those and they were great spots. Yeah. And you almost forgot they were commercials because they were mini sketches. I don't even remember what they were for. The kids, AT&T. Oh, he would AT&T. sit around with the kids and he would say... Oh, I remember the commercials. Yeah, okay. But I don't remember oh, AT- what they were yeah. for. Which was what that was the problem with E-Trade because I was the baby, remember? Right. Remember. <laughs> Adam, you'll remember that I was the E-Trade baby. Don't tell me how to live my life. Oh, God. I'll remember it when I want to. But they pulled the plug, I think, on that campaign because a lot of people love the commercials. But it, there must be some term for it. It didn't funnel people to the site. Like, everyone loved it. Yeah. But how many people Crazy. amongst them was like, I want to do some online trading. Yeah. what that baby say? You know what I mean? <laughs> what was that baby? What that baby say could be your catchphrase. <laughs> well, I didn't even mean to like. What that baby say? <laughs> I didn't even mean to say it that That's way. That's you on a plane hearing like some baby utter some like weird that shit, ba- and then it starts coughing yeah. that thick yeah. cough. Yeah. Get that fucking baby to the bulkhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you know the guy from Dave Matthews Band? Uh, Rashawn Ross. Talk, talk about how you love them still. I I love them. What's your favorite Dave Matthews? Oh man, I bandom. Uh, Ants Marching is the first song I ever heard that I was like, oh, that these guys are fun. This sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, good time on the snare. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes a good drummer to open with a hard. Yep. Four or five hits in a row. hatless snare. You're welcome. Just feeling it in his dick and balls. Yep. Going, I know what time sounds like. <laughs> and then Dave goes, sometimes people look like ants. Two, three, four. That. I'm not offended because that's funny. I do. I know, and I like him. I, I tried to get Dave Matthews, Dave, on the show. God, that would be great. I know. And if he comes on, please don't make, be upset that I did this kind of riff about I um my talking my, like you sing sometimes. <laughs> he probably you know what though he's from you know from the brief interactions I've had with him and my buddy. So my buddy who was with me, uh, assistant mixed their last album, and yeah. he mixed my friend's band, The Head and the Heart. Um, I who, love Head and the Heart. Yeah, I'm the, gonna go see them at the Greek. So am I. Charity is a dear friend of mine Hit from it. high school, and Tom Osborne, yeah, who's my music guy. Hooked me up with them, and he's the guy I emailed to get on uh, Dave Matthews. It didn't, it, it didn't pan out. But all the great music guests answered. Yeah, all Tom Osborne hookups. They were at the Glenn you, show with him at the Hollywood Bowl. Who were? Head in the heart. 
Yes, and we came one time. We love Head in the Heart. We didn't know as eight. Me and Val. God, I hate speaking like a couple, but we do. We, it's great though. We both love it. It's yeah, great. but I don't like when people do it. I want to be very clear. We both independently like them, but we didn't know it was H A T H. Yeah, right? I, I didn't know that. So we were at a fucking festival and just missed them because we're like, I don't want to oh, see you half. <laughs> what is that? Some sort of drum circle? Rightfully so. One that, of my favorite groups. Oh, they are wonderful. They're great. I went down to see them at the uh, Ace Hotel for the. Uh, they premiered the first episode of Roadies, the Cameron Crowe thing, and they oh. did, they were like a, the the band, the musical guest band on it, and they did like the soundtrack. And, That's great. But anyway, uh, so uh, Charity, who's um, uh, the singer and, and violinist in the band, uh, the lady, yeah, Rivers and Roads. Valerie does yeah. the best. Her, <laughs> I would love she to does hear her perfect. Talk about filters on your voice. Yeah, that yep. woman does not sound like that. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm saying that is a woman no, that's, that's like she says rivers. That's a fucking choice. Yep, she's not going. Let's play that. Uh, let's play that song. Uh, rivers and roads. <laughs> rivers. Suddenly, she's from you know, I'm thinking if, Queens. If we're on this tour and we're in the South, there's a lot of places I want to hit. I want to hit the Mississippi River. <laughs> Sorry, the what? Rivers. There's, uh, there's a lot of rivers. Yeah, nobody. We should take a few roads, uh, bridges over the rivers. Um, you know who my favorite Phoenix or maybe was? Maybe she does. It wasn't Joaquin. It, it was uh, Rivoy. <laughs> Such what? a loss when Rivoy died. Oh boy, it was. <laughs> what a great pull! It got sad. It though. got sad. It's I all right. Know. R.I.P. So, uh, so, so then he he makes their first album, Head and Heart's first album. My buddy, mm-hmm. who assistant makes the last Dave album. Uh huh. So then we went to. Uh, when Head and Heart opened for Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge, and I went with them, and then we all partied and hung out after, and then started chumming up with R- Rashawn, and then uh, see you're seeing good. out here. Yeah, you're I'm, good at that mild. And I try, I try to. I mean, I feel, you know, I think I, I've, I, I used to hate going when I first started to uh, have to know that that was a part of it, and going out and socializing, and just, I hated it. Yeah. And then I was just like. You got and stand up really helped a lot for that because it just um and even podcasting I think even more so of just yeah, like yeah, listening yeah. and 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 then and I'm generally always curious and like people and uh you know even the tour guide job Universal and and even Wolverine and then I did a New York Cop at one point so that's all just interacting with people so it just kind of strengthened that muscle as far as yeah um making me like it a little bit more and then you just get deeper into this and you go I have to. And I think innately I'm a, a social person, and so I was like, yeah. well, don't. But, but I think I had, in, I had in my head where it was like, oh, like you're only going to be t- like schmoozing. Like I just, it was such a negative connotation about like yeah. trying to get something out of people. I was like, well, no, just be a fucking person and talk to them right. like you've known them for a little bit and about other shit and, and relax. That, yeah, and relax. Yes, and relax. And don't be concerned about the business stuff needing to be a part of the That's the right. moment. Go in with a nice low goal. Yes. Email. Yeah. I'll take a handshake. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's like with ham. I didn't yeah. get email yeah. that first time. And, I, and like you, I wasn't even thinking. No. But I was. Yes. That's what's weird is you kind of are like deep down. You're like, I'd love to get. And I think you have to ham. You know, he's one of my you don't, Well, you don't have to, but like he's amazing. If you're gonna, why do you, you have this? See, it's, you people know. sometimes you know they email uh, occasionally and they'll be like, I "Would love to get this person on the podcast," and and that's totally fine. And sometimes that works, but most of the time it's just kind of life books the podcast. That's, that's how it. Works the most for pretentious me. reply. I know ne- I've never expl- I've never taken the time to be like, uh, "Thank you for your interest," but life books the podcast. But the truth is, yeah. you run into people. I see you out. Yeah. you do your podcast. Blah blah. blah these yeah. things happen. Now I'm not Seacrest or Dave Matthews is. 
trumpeter, or, or I, I refuse to say or learn his name. I yeah. just keep saying, <laughs> what is his name? I'm Rashawn Ross. Rashawn Ross. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into these people, but you did do that well with me. Because uh, I did your podcast, and you were very good, and then you were like, you'd email every once in a while, and yeah. we wanted to do it, yeah. and then you check back in, because it yeah. like, fell off the table, because yeah. I was away, yep. and then you check back in, but it's like that subtle and art was, of not being a dick, being totally. nice, but also having the goods. I had such a fun time on your podcast, it was like a no-brainer. Okay, so, cool. You know, if that hadn't happened, I don't think I would have felt at all confident to even like... Well, it would have been tricky. I would have been like... Subject. It would have been a shame, though... Because it would have been better, like, if I were really good at it, you'd say, hey, I'd love to do it. And then I'd go, like, well, let me listen to your podcast and see if I feel like yeah. I vibe with this person. But, like, we just don't, we had, we yeah. don't do these things. Yeah. Like, but we had such a good vibe. Effort takes so much effort. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It does. <laughs> wow. So, Dave Matthews, we're going to talk about, well, yeah. we, am Mom, I cutting you off? Can anything? we go back? To, no, I'm Mom good. And, we'll, go? and then I want to tell you I really liked uh, – <laughs> Busted stuff. I like that album. Great, yeah, great album. Great album. Bartender, one of the best songs. I like the Lily White mix. It's great. It got Where out early. It? Yeah, people, I know it got were, out early. Yeah, people weren't happy about that. You have to listen to it on motherfucking YouTube. Yeah. Then there's commercials and yeah. shit. I'm driving in my car. <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> I also oh, don't man. like knowing that the screen is on. <laughs> I don't need no, a still no. of Dave Matthews' face burning a hole no, in my phone. I know what I'm listening just to. Just so I can listen to motherfucking yeah. Lily. Why didn't they release that? They uh, Well, it got leaked, and then... Just release it. I know. I I, they just... could have nine ninety nine yeah. from me. Yeah. Because I don't want to... As I just described. <laughs> Good album. I love... Bar- Before See, These Crowded Streets is a great album. It is. It's a great album. Yeah, with uh, really, really you know Halloween, Don't Drink the Water. I mean... Uh, Crush, like, uh, Crush is a great one off of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what's the one after? What's the one with like the blue? Like it looks like something you'd see when you're tripping. Um, All of them. Uh, was that Crash? Crash was Crash. A, yeah, yeah. It was called Crash. Yeah, good. That had tripping Billies on it. Tripping Billies, great song. See, I hadn't even taken mushrooms, so I'm listening to these songs. And I'm like, yeah. dancing with your shadow. What are you, a child? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a little baby boy? <laughs> see, that's why I think here's an on air plea for Dave Matthews to do the show. Yeah. Is his lyrics have that heaviness? You know what I mean. They do. Like he Talks has about the that devil sort and death like, and, yeah. and and and. Uh, I think we we have that like, devil. He writes this like, like I do happy comedy, but I yeah. also have like an undercurrent of kind yep. of like what are we doing here? Yep. And that can be existential and frustrating sometimes. And I hear that in his music too. Totally. And his fear of death, and and I know he he uh, battled a, a little bit of depression yeah. and all that stuff. I'm like, I won't even I won't even kiss his ass too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just the right level of fan totally. to talk about the you're, music a you're little. Part, yeah, a I think little. I would fan out too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying, I hope you, please go get him. I'll listen to it. <laughs> but Dave. No, you, yeah. Put my bad impression aside. Come do the show. Anyway. I would love him to <laughs> Eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we die. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, like, that's on. just yeah, so, like, yeah, you know. know. But yeah. paired with happy music. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I want to talk about Wolverine. Okay. And your mom. Okay. And yeah, then maybe we'll talk about God. Oh my God, it's been two hours. It has. Well, yeah. Normally at the ninety minute, it's, it's okay. But mm. normally at the ninety minute mark, we talk about Which, yeah. religion. But totally. let's talk about Wolverine first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, great. Which was a religion of its own. Yeah, for theme sure. park character world is kind of a religion. So how it's did you get into that? Is it? I mean, it's a very, you- it's oh, a yeah. very 
the people who work at the theme park, it, they all everyone's in the business in some respect, and some are lifers and stay there forever. Show business, yeah, yeah. And so that part actors is actors, yeah, stuff. actors, writers, uh, directors. Everyone wants to be, and they're in this because it's fun. But they're also the networking aspect. I uh, graduated from SC with a theater degree. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to wait tables. I need to get a job. I started interning at a casting office at uh, Gina McCarthy for um, four days a week for free. And then I was like, I got to, you know, trying to do open mics and doing my videos. And I'm like, I got to have a, a job during the day so I can do mics at night and also something that's fun. And I didn't want to wait tables. Nothing against it. I just didn't. I love that you wanted to do something fun. Yeah. That's great. And the theme park thing was just like. That's I, me, like, after like a double espresso, I'd be like, I'm going to be Wolverine. <laughs> But you just had that, I like... I wish that's how it went down. <laughs> Fuck, what a shithead if that's what I did. But you're just, like, a naturally... I want to do some fun and social. Totally. But, but I, I'm saying that's... I have to be at my best to feel that way. I like yeah. it. Keep going. So I didn't even know theme park... I didn't even think of that job, but one of my buddies in my acting class had always dreamt about being a tour guide. And he's like, hey, will you come to this tour guide audition with me? It would be... I've always wanted to do it. Like, he's obsessed with just movies and Jaws and the being a tour guide and going through the Jaws part. And I was like, oh, yeah, it seems like it would be fun. This is sophomore year of college at USC, so 2003. I'm like, oh, I, would be fun to have a summer job and so then we go and get through all the rounds of whatever and the audition and then he doesn't get it and i do and well, you auditioned yeah to be a tour guy yeah i love so it so i get that job and then it's and then i go back to what did he do wrong <laughs> boy <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just mean like was there something fanned out too hard about jaws <laughs> I I mean... stop saying cinematography <laughs> people just want you to tell them that it wasn't a real shark and it was a robot. <laughs> yeah. You also need to say that Roy Schrader was in Sequest, not just Jaws. Uh, That's right, Sequest. <laughs> the one with the dolphin that was also a robot. Yes, Darwin. Yes, I know a couple things about Sequest. You know what? This isn't going to work. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I get it. He didn't get it. I did. And then it's just... I, was I had, he pissed? He was bummed, but yeah. then he was like, you know... Make me proud. I mean, it was just, you know. like, you're the better man, and you're like, thanks, Bob. And then you put on the Wolverine hair. I'll be right back. It was, it was so, it was like doing, I mean, we do four hour shows a day. So it was like, you know, there was definitely a stand up element. And they yeah. would give you these notebooks of material. I had to lock myself in my fraternity at the time uh, in the fall and memorize all these facts. And all these parties are going on, but they give you all these, you'd have know all this information. And I knew uh, enough. And then I would make up a lot of shit. Uh, and I would do weird games <laughs> and magic tricks. And I work out stand up bits. Up shit. Dude, they, I, one time I had a whole bus, uh, a tram full of Japanese tourists, and they take pictures of everything. And I'm trying to make the driver laugh, and I go, dude, watch this. And I go, folks, if you look off to your left, just coming out of Jaws, I go, or to your right, you're going to be seeing a bunch of bushes that were in the film Bushes 1, and the sequel, of course, Bushes 2, Attack of the Bushes. You guys might remember that part where Al Pacino was like, that's a lot of bushes! <laughs> and dude, snap, snap, click, click, photo take, memory saved. They even take photos of stereotypes. Yep. And the driver's laughing. I'm like, cool. Right, that was a funny moment. And they took That's pictures of bushes, and they think it's from something. Hilarious. And, then I, and so I would do stuff like that all the time, and then I would get caught, and they would reprimand me and whatever. That, so then I stopped doing that after I graduate because it was not I pay. just love the idea of you dressed as a Wolverine. I know you're not. Oh, no, just, I wasn't Wolverine yet. I know you're yeah. not dressed as Wolverine yet, but I'm still picturing you dressed as Wolverine. Yeah. And they're going, stop telling people the bushes are from Bushes and Bushes 2, Attack of the Bushes, starring Al Pacino. He did the sequel, but not the first one. Get out of my office. And then he, he did the sequel. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. 
the first one. We got Scott Bakula for the first one and then Pacino. <laughs> you never go Pacino <laughs> for the sequel. Pacino starts the It franchise. always goes Pacino Bakula. <laughs> and Leota. <laughs> Pacino Bakula Leota. Yeah. Mary fuck kill. <laughs> also, who would be the better like coffee chain like named after? Yes. Like if you were going into like well, you know it's funny. We were going to do a, a, a riff, uh, a, a riff. What am I, my mother? <laughs> we were going to do a video about Al Pacino's Cappuccino. Oh man! And it was for the be talk show, Al Cappuccino, or something. Yes. No, it was a pre-talk show. This is back when Orin and I were just making videos yeah. that led to yeah. for the talk show. Uh, but then we Googled it. He did that. He did like a when I drink ca- cappuccino. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow, by the way. Holy shit. This is my See you later, okay, Garland. <laughs> Come over to the table, great Al Pacino impression. <laughs> table for one or more if you got friends. And he did it. He did like, <laughs> he never made the joke. He <laughs> was right there. He never made oh, the joke that his name it. sounds like oh, Cappuccino. God damn it. Al Pacino, Cappuccino. <laughs> he just goes like, I, I love Cappuccino. <laughs> And he never did it. <laughs> you gotta recognize <laughs> Al. Do the easy joke. <laughs> I'm sure someone uh, pitched it. <laughs> someone pitched it to him, and he was like, "No, <laughs> too easy." <laughs> if I'm an improv, it's gonna be something about hot tubs. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Yeah, so right, so they on. so they reprimanded me, and then Wolverine paid more. So when I graduated, I was like, I want to stay working here because it's fun being around all this theme park energy, and people are excited to be at the park, and it's you know it's you're a part of these people's memories. That's kind of cool. And so the Wolverine paid more, and I do it. And uh, but the audition process, I walk in, I don't know shit about Marvel comics, and and it, uh, you know, so I walk in, they go dress like Wolverine. I my hair is all you know big and dewy and spiky, and and I'm wearing like a muscle shirt, and I walk in, and you have to walk in in character. And so they go, Hey, Wolverine, how are you? And I'm like, Good. What's going on? And they're like, and you know, I joke later in my act that my Wolverine would get more and more like this. So I'd be like, hey, you guys, you know, you're having a good time at the park to meet Spider Man. <laughs> Parents walk away being like, why does Wolverine sound like Tony Danza? Did we stumble into a Who's the Boss theme park? Is that why Judith Ladd is here riding the roller coasters? Why is Wolverine standing yeah. in front of the bushes from bushes to attacking the bushes? Please move to your left. We're trying to take a photo here. So I walk in there like, who are your friends? I'm like, you know, uh, you know, Craig and Matt. And they're like, what about Storm and Captain America? I'm like, yeah, they're pretty cool. This guy just didn't know shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they were like, oh, you look enough like them and you're, you know, I was making them laugh and. I don't think Captain America ever met the X-Men. Keep going. Yeah, so exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So are you a big uh, X-Men dude? No, no, I don't, I don't like ensemble crime fighting. That's my go-to joke about X-Men, by That's the way. Really I've funny. said that a million times. That's really funny. I think it's so funny. I, I heard it. It's really funny. a routine about how Wolverine is worthless, too, which turned into my sketch for the Pete Holmes show, Wolverine Gets Fired, because it's all about how he's garbage. That was great. Yeah, he was garbage. garbage. They asked me how, what my skills were, and I was like, oh, you know, I can... Uh, can help people, uh, you know, if they're battling like obesity, and they're like, "What about like, you know, your cl- your shit healing adamantium. adamantium?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, and that's pretty, that's fun." So I didn't know anything. Really, my skill is empathy. <laughs> I'm a very good listener. You ever seen Captain Planet? Remember the kid who had heart? <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> I like, grew up, and I'm I'm white now. <laughs> that kid, by the way, was always like. Such an outsider. Because they're like, wind, earth, fire, water, heart. Dude, yeah. we're not reconciling a marriage. Yeah. We're battling a fucking yeah, yeah, tsunami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- Listen more. 
<laughs> Be appreciative of what you've got. Yeah. Okay. Live in the moment. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, heart. <laughs> Not you, the band. <laughs> you stick around and play the hits. One, two, three. Uh, it would have been. Why not courage? Or I know. Something? I know. Courage. I'm wind. Your <laughs> courage. I'm gonna send a blast of wind towards our foe. You're gonna help them break yeah. up with his girlfriend. Yeah, Jesus, man. Get with the times. Get with the times, heart. So then I do Wolverine, and that's a lot of Why fun. Why didn't you learn anything? I I watched some. I mean, I watched some of the movies and stuff, and I. Uh, but they liked you enough that yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah, and also the kids don't ask that many questions. They're, you're eye candy for yeah. kids and heavyset Latina women, and. Uh, yeah. And they two of my favorite demos. Yeah, the demos you want. Yeah, and they, I mean, they harass you sexually a lot. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, you get the fake abs and the fake sideburns and whatever, but they're coming and uh, grabby. They're coming and grabby, and uh, and then the um, <laughs> they're coming and grabby. They're coming and grabby. Kids will do a calf grab. Yeah. The uh, Latina women a higher Go for the tush. Yeah, yeah. For get sure. right in there. They, they want it. Is this metal? One finger or one... two. <laughs> and so they uh, they come at you, and I. The one thing that got me, though, was that my boss would scold me for... There's I, a weapon sex. I just want to say that for anyone listening. Weapon sex. Thank you. Link mm, together. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was a good one. It is a dick. It's not a sword. We'll be right back. Link together. <laughs> yeah, that call was great. Back. That was all you. That was a great callback. Yeah, that was good. All right. Um, the fuck is going on down there? What day is it? Sunday. Is there a stand-up show? Something. Sorry, if you, if you hear yelling, is there's a show. Fucking what is that show? It's very I aggressive. I don't know. Sounds sad that they're not doing the reg- the Wednesday meltdown anymore. You know, it's over. Is it really? Yeah, they're not doing it anymore. That's a bummer. Yeah. Huh? What's up? Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Oh, I thought you were like two minutes. Yeah, wrap it wrap up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Get to his mom and then date. move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah. uh, you get uh, pinched by the women. Getting pinched by the women, and you know, I, I uh, sex. the, the uh, I, like I would try to make something out of nothing. So it's like it would be a really hot day, and they would want you to um, you know create bits, and you couldn't really do as Wolverine as the fake New York cop. I could because I wasn't from anything, right? <laughs> so I was like, literally, kids. I used to have a there bit was where, a fake New York yeah, cop because there was a section called New York Street where they had like you know two people leaning outside of a window and a cab, and then they'd be like, "Welcome to New York Street, hey!" And then you walk around. I was like, is a copy and like, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, yeah. slow down, man. You're going too fast. And blow my whistle. And she's like, I'm already going slow. That's hilarious. And then like <laughs> stupid bits. And uh, and so I was like, I'm not from anything. I used to have a bit about it when I was first started stand up. I was working there, so all my stuff would be about there. Yeah. And I need to, you know, when I finally hopefully do an hour, I will definitely do a lot of it because that's so specific. And yeah. nobody else played Wolverine, who's a comedian, it's I great. think, and it's unique. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, and I would say, you know, kids would ask me like, what movie are you from? And they'd be like, oh, I'm uh, from a film called I got a theater degree, and this is where fucking got me or whatever <laughs> and whatever and then um but so i would try to do these bits and there was a squirt gun uh, at, the, at a kiosk one day and i took it and i started uh firing at people and like you know hitting uh you know people in the asian men in the backs and they would like you know squirm and then they'd turn around and i would look the other way and there's a lot of people <laughs> sitting just watching this because i would just do this mini show out of nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. and entertaining a, a lot of people at once which is like what they kind of wanted you it's to like you were busking totally and so my boss comes out and goes, what are you doing with that squirt gun? You're in 1940s New York. That does not fit the time period. And I go, Jenna, with all due respect, 
A trolley just drove by me with five old Curious George and SpongeBob SquarePants blasting the song Ooh Ee Ooh Ah uh, uh, Ching Chang Walla Walla Bing Bang. I'm not a history buff. Pretty sure that wasn't playing during the war or any other 1940s moment. I was like, no one's going to see the squirt gun and go, you know what? I was having a good time. Yeah. Then I go to 1940s New York, in quotes. You know, I want my fucking money back as copper squirt gun, man. Uh, and it's, a, it's like a real gun, but in this world, it's a squirt gun. Yeah. You had a gun back then. Yeah. They had guns. It's a colorful fight. Yes. I mean, yeah. So stuff Jenna like that. sounds was, like a real piece of work. We got into it. She did not like me because I was one of the only ones to really question, like, I was like, I made so many people happy in, like, a yeah. small, it was, isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Like, I literally, the amount of people that watched this not planned show of, like, all these stupid squirt gum bits I was doing was crazy. And yeah. I took a lot of pride. I was like, I'm like, there's so many people laughing or whatever. And I was like, I'm using my performer skills. And she's like, you got it. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, not letting. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I still get very fired up about it. But she did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're at a casino. Like, if they're laughing at your squirt gun, but they're not at the table. <laughs> like, they just want them to have a fun time. They were sitting. Really, it was hot as balls. They're taking yeah. a breather. And, yeah. and they're taking a breather and watching the Blues Brothers show, the conclusion of it, and seeing somebody interact with a character. And then you get this free. I mean, also, yeah. the cop wasn't from anything. Anyway. Yeah. And I hosted the Fear Factor live show uh and that was a lot of fun uh, i got projectile vomited on uh, and said what the fuck into the mic in front of 1500 kids no yeah. really my boss was like you what are you doing there's 1500 kids I was it's like, 1940 you would have said what the fuckaroo <laughs> be with a time period and where'd you get that microphone <laughs> you should have a big cone <laughs> with all due respect jenna <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> just drove by 69ing Link. Wow, that was wow. a long Wow, oh my long God. Long. I was going to say Elmo. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Elmo's doing his own thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then, you know, that whole universe. Then, what, you know, what were they eating that they vomited? Uh, you know, it, they tried to make it seem reminiscent of the actual show, but sure. it wasn't as dangerous. It would be like, you know, instead of like pig balls and rabbit, you know, taints and, like, yeah. and squirrel, you know, Anuses and labias and, you know. It's weird to think squirrels do have anuses. They These do. Tiny little pencil eraser. Smallest anuses. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. probably the smallest anus. It's got to be one of the smaller ani. <laughs> Mouse has an ani. Do they really? They have to have a sphincter. Otherwise, it would just be falling out of them all the time. Yeah. And they, and they hold on to it until they got a good pellet. They really do. They let it cook. That's the one thing I respect about they them. They keep, it in the, in, keep the, it in the oven. In the kiln. In the kiln. <laughs> One little ball. What a great sound. No wonder people have pet mice. Moose? Mouses? Mouses. There it is. Many much moose and (laughs) Brian Regan? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. Um, Many much moose (laughs) and. Yeah, so anyway, so that was. uh, uh, So uh, sour milk, pickle juice, still rancid shit to combine and swallow. Oh, gross. And I'm looking out the audience being like, come on, let's cheer him on. Are you ready for the fear? You know, all sorts of bullshit. And then I just turn and the dude just turns to me and goes, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Into the mic. And I hear a. a, It's met with. uh, (gasps) And then tons of laughter. Really? Come on, man. Kids and uh, uh, parents alike, they're like, they still got a sense. Like somebody says, what the fuck? Got vomit for the kids. What the fuck for the parents? Come on. Everyone's happy. Jenna. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. I threw up in the shower today. What? Highly recommend. On I, purpose? I had too much uh, to drink maybe on the plane. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. And I, I, I puked. I told the story with Reggie Watts. I've been puking a lot lately. So Damn. I'm, I'm like less afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know how when you're like in a puking time of your life, yeah. you're kind of like, what's the big deal? 
Because this was definitely an optional puke. But I was in the shower. It's a good I, place to do it. I think it was. It wasn't the alcohol, although that didn't help. But then we got home and then we ate a bunch. Yeah. And then I was like super dehydrated. Yeah. And then we took a nap. Then I took a sauna. So I was like soaking in all the food. It was just gross. Oh yeah. And then I got out. And then I was in the shower. And then I was like, it w- I swear to God, it was very deliberate. I was like, hmm. I'm like, I'm like at an eighty percent need to puke right now. But you know. That's doable. Yeah, I can put that in the overhead compartment. I don't. I don't need to puke <laughs> until it's a hundred. Yeah. So I'm at an eighty. It's still an elective puke. Yep. But I was like, I've never puked in the shower, and then I just kind of leaned over one of those easy pukes. There was no like. Great. I don't want to gross no anyone force. out. No. Yeah. But that, I was in the shower, so I know we're in a drought. It happened very quickly. <laughs> but I was like, highly recommend. Yeah. Toilet, like a new person. Toilet gets all the puke. No. Nope. Get in the shower. Get in the shower. You're miserable. Easy clean. And it's, it's going down. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. Yeah. It was a very thin Involve the rest of the bathroom. It was just a puke water, basically. Oh, right. Now I'm being gross. No, that's but I'm fine. We've all seen it. Done it. by the water. And it's I'm a circle clean, of life. And I'm like, this is where great you moment. puke. Where's Mufasa? This, that's a great, that is a great uh, moment. He's holding up the baby <laughs> and it pukes. <laughs> That is where you puke. I don't want to be kneeling in no. front of the porcelain god. No, it's sad. I shit there. Yeah. Most of the puking I do in the toilet is remembering that it's the toilet. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I do in this thing? Oh, God. Shower was so clean. It was like <laughs> puking the best in the future. This, you are making the best possible pitch for puking in the shower. It was like puking in Demolition Man. <laughs> Like, I felt like Stallone in 2071. <laughs> this is where you This puke. is where you puke. The shower's where is that? That's okay. That's also your yeah. Wolverine yeah. voice. <laughs> you guys met Captain America? <laughs> He's over there with Storm. Why did, can you Google, did Captain America ever meet the X-Men? And what did he think of them? He did? You think so? He's been in the X-Men. Hell yeah. He's in the the movie? No. Oh, he's been in the comic. Yeah, you got one of your big hitters. Yeah. Cappy Amare. Yeah. Then you got the X-Men. You're like, put two and two together. You got to put an issue out every week. Yeah. We're out of ideas. (laughs) Have old Steve. Steve. Gutenberg? No, what's Captain America's name? Steve something. Boy, you're asking the wrong yeah, I am. former character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're asking a guy who did Danza for Wolverine. Yeah, you had a Dan's Wolf. Yeah. Dan- I'm asking kids what they thought of season four of Who's the Boss. <laughs> They're like, what? about what? the one where you saw Angela naked? <laughs> yep. One I of the wanted, best TV episodes. I wanted to pause that so hard. I also thought that if you paused <laughs> it, you would have seen her naked. Probably. But you didn't. Yeah. It was a sitcom for... for you know, television. You know, little known fact about that episode is that, uh, well, the thing is, that people think if you pause, you see her naked. You know, you also, just write me a letter. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> you don't think I have nudes of Angela? <laughs> what a heartbreaker that he came out Trumpy. Didn't he come out Trumpy? No, don't tell me that. Didn't, what's it? Wait, who am I You're thinking, thinking of? You're thinking of I'm thinking of Bayo. You're mixing up your TV stars. Sorry, Bayo. It's all good. Uh, no, sorry, Danza. Sorry, Danza. Yeah. All Danza respect. <laughs> I think Danza might follow me on Twitter. I had him on the <laughs> podcast. I interviewed him as Danza. Really? Yeah. Hot Danza on Danza? It was crazy. I go... It was a Danza Bonanza? <laughs> <laughs> I asked him when I go, I go, I would love to do this thing. One of my first impressions was of you, and I would love to interview you 
as yourself. He goes, okay, yeah, it'll be fun. I never did. It sounds fun. Let's do it. So I go, what is it? I go, all right, first question. What is our favorite food? And he goes, our favorite food no. is a meatball marinade. You know when you get the tiny little meat chunks? I go, I love that. He goes, I know you do. I go, I know you do. You're me. It was, it was crazy. He did it? Yeah, he did it. Jumped he, right in. He yes danced? He yes danced. I didn't ask enough questions. I want to ask him, like, would you be in a remake of Angela's in the Outfield? Wow. You know, or, or, or any, you know, something along those lines. I asked a couple good questions. Would you be in Bushes 3? <laughs> well, that's a lot of bushes, but not enough, if you ask me. <laughs> what am I doing in this movie? <laughs> Straight down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you couldn't get that Disney movie going again where I played the garbage man? By the way, I love asking people the hardest time I've laughed. Yeah. You know? And you just made me remember one that I've never told on the podcast oh, before. Oh, yes. Kumail and I were watching... <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was some movie, like a kid's movie, yeah. where there's an alien. <laughs> and he's like, it might as well have been Alf, but it, it doesn't work for Alf because it, it has to look like one of those gray aliens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we were like, what if in the middle of this like Disney movie, yeah. I wish I could remember who it was. It wasn't Mac and me. It was some movie Great with an call. alien. Yeah, I know. Critters? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But we were like laughing because it was a family movie. If what if in the middle of the movie it just had a, a hardcore <laughs> sex scene yeah. with the alien and like there was a hot mom or something? So like what? And it and suddenly it's just a guy with bad gray makeup. Like they barely put it on him. He doesn't have it below the neck. No. <laughs> just, like full penetration. Just you like have to go full pee. In the middle. It's like really yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And then Kumail said he looks into the camera. <laughs> the guy looks dead into the camera as he sat down yeah. the barrel and yeah. is like, you like that? You like, you like that? And then it just resumes. Like the rest of the yeah. movie never acknowledges no. the Stays sex right back scene. on course. Uh, when we talked about him sweating in the gray makeup coming down his face. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. So I'm when sorry. he looks into the camera, he's sweating the makeup off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's great. And the, and the dick doesn't have any makeup. No. The dick is just regular dick. Just regular dick. Yeah. Regular movie dick. What is, what is yours? Do you have any? Hardest time I laughed? Yeah, do you have any? Yeah. Uh, the first time I did Mushrooms uh, uh, was 2003. And... Um, and I was with uh, about seven guys from my fraternity, and we went out to Will Rogers State Park here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Beautiful park. No, that's a beach. Isn't it a beach? Uh, we went to Will Rogers Park. It would be weird yeah, if it was a beach. beach. But I think there's a Will Rogers Beach as well, though. There might be. Pardon me. I think there's a Will Rogers like root beer, too. I think Will A&W root beer stands for, <laughs> aren't there Will <laughs> Rogers. Rogers root beer? Rogers, yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. Aren't there Will Rogers? <laughs> That's what the A&W stands so for. So funny. <laughs> Nobody ever got it. That's why the Will Rogers root beer never took off. A&W was like, we'll do you a solid. All right. Just call it A&W. <laughs> no one wants oh, to yeah. buy our Will Rogers root beer. Why the fuck did you name it that? Yeah, yeah. Call it A&W. Yeah, that's so funny. So you went to Will Rogers yeah. State Park. And we're, uh, we all, it's first time doing mushrooms, and we're out there, and we're laughing, having a good time. And then we get you to just this- eat them. <clears throat> we put them into chocolates. a Subway sandwich. Gross. 
Yeah. Wow. Or delicious, depending on what sandwich you got. <laughs> yeah, And I yeah, got a yeah. meatball, and it was, like you said, gross. It, was, it didn't work out well at all. And then you projectile yeah. vomit on someone and said, what, what the fuck? fuckaroo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Double yeah, call. That was good. Double call. And so we're laughing, having a good time, and we don't. We hadn't seen people for a while. We get to this one part where we're just sitting, and one of my buddies starts stomping in the creek. We're like, Nova, what are you doing? He goes, I'm soaking up creek. He goes, I got to soak up as much creek as possible. You never know when it's going to be creek season again. We all lose it. Start crying, laughing. Funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> And he's a big dude stomping like a kid. And he's got this shoulder move that he says when he's like, never know when it's going to be creek season again. Like a fucking, he's a big cartoon character. And I'm crying laughing. Uh, but not as hard as I laughed to this next moment. Then then all of a sudden, there's just nobody around us for a while, right? We don't see people. You forget that you're, we're not in the middle of the jungle. It's yeah. just very, I'm listening to Before These Crowded Streets. I'm looking up at these, like, the sun coming through a thing. I'm talking to Daddy Longlegs. You know, they're like, I love Crush. I'm like, it's just don't drink the water, but whatever. It's a great album. You know, and we're talking whatever and then all of a sudden i i'm the closest to like this hill there's a roundabout and these two people start walking around and i see them first and i go hey, guys guys i go there's fucking there's people coming and everyone goes what the fuck they go what do we do like we were just all tripping to where we hadn't seen other people and we yes, we freaked out we about do? it what do we do there's yeah. humans. what do we do yeah. so the woman walks down and and somebody goes you gotta say something to him first because you're gonna see him first so they come down and i go Hey guys, did you uh, what have you been fuck and I just start laughing everybody else starts laughing and now we're crying laughing because the attempt was so bad but it was so serious and immediately funny yes. and then these two people just start laughing they started they laughing? start laughing but then they get serious and then one of, and then the woman just goes you guys are fucked up and that makes us laugh even more and then uh, and the dude goes this is perfect you guys are fucking tripping it looks like well there's a really cool fence about 4 miles up that hill we all start laughing even harder then nova goes oh cool a fucking fence thanks for the fucking update man what are you the fence guy so stupid we just start crying laughing and then they start getting pissed that we weren't like acknowledging how great this tourist attraction was the woman goes it's a piece of history and one of our buddies goes i bet it is a fucking fence like just assholes man and there and then and then i go i'm sorry we're so fucked up and but i mean i was just it was one thing after the other and debating a Fence yeah, with and they were sober people. Yeah, they should have known better. Yeah, don't say walk four no. miles. No, no, guys... we're tripping. We just were soaking up creek we, water. Talking you never to know when it's gonna be creek season. <laughs> you want us to go over to the fence? The fence is always yeah. there. They, they recognize how. Yeah, so I mean, I. And, and I feel like there's been a handful of times, but it. It's that's why that's such a great question because yeah. that really. I mean, man, the times when you just like are can't control like it hurts to laugh and you and you feel it almost curb for a minute and then it hits again like that i mean that's like i wish we could have that all the time but why do we only get it like i mean if i really thought about it, i could probably come up with three or four more instances but like yeah there's probably been more but maybe not otherwise yeah i know maybe they're so good sometimes you just forget about them because you're i think you do forget them. that's why it's so nice it's kind of like doing a gratitude journal if you if you ask like a grumpy person to remember one of the hardest times they laugh, mm-hmm. they have to go back and be like, it hasn't all been terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> remember when Julianne fell down the stairs? <laughs> he throws up out his nose. <laughs> I was in an eighty percent. If you need me, I'll be in the shower. <laughs> oh, I'm like demolition man in here. Like we do the whole podcast again. There have been so many callbacks in this podcast. It's actually just been one podcast three times. Yeah, good. (laughs) Because I couldn't make the next two appearances, so this worked out perfectly. I feel really good. How do you feel? I feel wonderful. It's been two hours and 20 minutes. We can talk about religion another time. 
Well, and moms. So we, you know, there's more to leave people wanting more, right? Yeah, we could we could do it again and talk about. It. I feel Whenever. like. Wait, are you an eighth? Uh, now I'm I Jewish. Jewish. Yeah, but I'm ver- Jewish. very reformed. Yeah, I, I was bar mitzvahed. I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, practice uh, the values of Judaism. You know, being a good person, family, uh, good deeds, mitzvahs, as they're referred to. Yeah. Uh, but I. Mitzvah actually it's- translates to duty, <laughs> but yes. You, sir, have been out Jewed. <laughs> now that's a show Seacrest will not host. I will not host You've Been Out Jewed, Seacrest Out. <laughs> no punctuation. That's one long run on sentence. Yeah. Yes, of course. All caps. Uh, no, yes. I, the Jews killing it in, yeah. in so many good ways. And like that, like. History and and foundation sure. and ethics in a, in kind of a richer way yeah. than just kind of like you know what I mean. I, I yeah, I don't think it'll be a deal breaker for me. I don't. My mom obviously you know feels it's imperative to marry a, a woman who shares the same religious affiliations. I, yeah, I, maybe it, I don't know. I haven't thought that. I think finding I would love to find the the girl. If she's you great. Found a girl and she's great, but then you find out she's Jewish. The last three girls I dated weren't, and that didn't hold me back because yeah. they you know I don't want to. Because your mom was coming by when you're in the bathroom sprinkling poison in their in their rig, rigatoni, and she's like, "You don't feel so good." <laughs> she's holding the spatula. He's my man. <laughs> I love that they're eating rigatoni. Yeah, of course. You and are aware of my culinary skills. Dances at the other table, <laughs> going, "I like the little bits of." <laughs> you know, Jonathan came out being gay in episode twelve. <laughs> Did he? I don't know. Probably <laughs> he might have. Dan's just got all the hot tips. But there's probably there's probably a little part of your brain reserved. There's one neuron in your brain that yeah. will only light up if you meet the girl of your dreams, and then you find out surprise Jew. Yeah, like, like totally. Natalie yeah, you're exactly Portman right. Jew. Yeah, That'd and you kind of can't help it. Who doesn't want more though? Common things to share. Like it is an extra thing. Of, it is an extra thing. It's well, like that. It was. This is kind of tricky because uh, we should love everybody and all this stuff. Uh, you know, equally, and, yeah. and and we do. It sounds like you're open to falling in love with all different yes. types. Who cares? Yes. And so was I. But I do sometimes. I'm grateful because I never considered myself. This is a big thing I've been saying on the show lately. I never was an atheist. I'm not an atheist, but I, I I'm always no matter what I believe, atheist or new age or whatever it is. I'm always going to be an ex Christian. It's not that I'm not. I, I love Jesus, but I'm saying like I'll always be not in that church, and I have that baggage, and so. Valerie came from that as well, and it really fills some gaps yeah. in our understanding of each other, yeah. almost in every way. Totally. And even if you have like weird uh, sexual hangups because you were taught that sex is evil, it's nice to have someone else that knew that fucking weird shit. Yeah. Or morality just in general, or fear of death and hell. It's nice to have a shorthand, and it's fun because we can get high and sing praise songs that we both That's know. That's awesome. You guys have <laughs> That is fun. Clap your hands, <laughs> all ye nations. <laughs> Shout for joy with a joyful voice. That can't be right. Joy with a joyful voice. You guys do have some of the best songs. Yeah, we got good ones. Yeah. You guys got have a Nagila. Thank you. I'll I'll lift a chair. I won't feel quite right. <laughs> also because I'm six that's five. You shouldn't. I'm yeah. the guy that's making it Everyone looks to you. I, but he's also You're Hava and Nagila. <laughs> they want you to carry both loads. <laughs> Hold the, the chair. On the gill. Yeah. But I won't have a. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, uh, I know a couple other Jewish songs. Uh, oh, Hanukkah. Dreidel, Dreidel, Dreidel. Dreidel's a popular one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, 
Fuck, what else is there? There's this one. I bet you don't know it. I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. Is yeah, that, that's a Jewish one. I think Jewish that's one. about Passover. Uh, I knew this one when I was little. It goes like this. <laughs> In the window where you can see the glow of my menorah on newly fallen snow, I will send the eight little candles on this the first night of Hanukkah. Eight twenty-two. Mark it down when Pete lost his fucking mind. <laughs> I went to a very <laughs> liberal school where what? we learned weird songs. That's awesome. There's one. There should be more popular Jewish listening songs. Listening right now. Well, all of Madonna's later work is. Technically, a Jewish, yeah. Right? And do you know the song that was written uh, about Rosh Hashanah? No. So listen up, I'm got a blue house and a blue window and it's a Rosh Hashanah house and it's blue. Uh, I thought you were going with Rosh was the Jewish Rush band. Ooh, second best drummer. Hashanah. Since oh, pounding it. Pound so it you out. can't hear a pound. No, you, you can't. High five on it. Not so what attitude? So you believe in something? It sounds like it. Yeah, I man, I've gone back and forth on that quite a bit. I, it's weird. I um, I used to pray a lot on airplanes because I was terrified of it crashing. Yeah. So and I would pray to God and yeah. just to keep it safe and let me no get through this. No in foxholes <laughs> or on Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I think I've become more spiritual and more just a believer of, you know, things happen for a reason, and they, um, um, you know, things being meant to be. And but a, a very half glass full, like when you don't, especially in this business, it helps just for your saneness. Like you don't, something doesn't happen. It wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Because I'm gonna do that. You. Ha- that has been very uh, valuable because of. It's interesting. It's helped. I mean, there's so many. There's been. I mean, there's been times where it's just like really taken its toll. And having stand up in the podcast and other stuff so that you don't put all your weight on like auditions. Because I came out here to act. And all the other stuff has been out of not wanting to drive myself crazy of just putting all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. But like, there have been things that I've gotten close on and didn't get. And, and it, man, it really like took its toll but then i would oh i can't can't bail me out because i gotta get on stage that night i don't want it to affect that show because i'm trying to hone that part of my life too Mm -hmm. and but also just being like and then you know and even hearing from my you know mom or dad being like oh we weren't supposed to get that one another one's gonna come along and and you just can't let that bad feeling carry over into the next thing but i don't know if that's spirituality or um it's just like optimism like yeah practical yeah I feel more open to that world, though. I'm not going to buy, you know, pray crystals or. Yeah. But I'm not against it. I'm yeah. not. I mean, I have. I went to a palm reader once when I was waiting to get my car washed, and uh, that's it's like a very posh hot towel move <laughs> of me. But I just I was across the street, and I was like, man, ah, fuck it. I'd never gone to one of these. Yeah. Why not? Like, let's see. And uh, and then you know she was crazy and uh, but <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to tell me she was amazing. Some stuff was spot on. Yeah. And then she wanted like a lot of money to like do some extra she research. Wanted... Yeah. Sure. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. No, I'll Google myself. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what is your last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see that you're very hungry. I came in finishing a sandwich, so yeah, that's yeah. not that's not uh, totally on you. Can you imagine how amazing psychics were pre-internet? Now, because even if you tell a great psychic story, and I love a good psychic story, yeah. and I have a couple good psychic stories, wow. you can. Uh, I, I thought maybe you had heard it. It's it's the one where a psychic over the phone knew a very very specific weird nickname that I called my girlfriend, and then people are like, you know, skeptics, Occam's Razor, all that stuff. It's like, well, she probably looked you up, and I was like. She didn't. 
I, I don't know how she could have done that. And even if she did, because she didn't know who I was, I got the number from a friend and I yeah. called her, blah, blah, blah. Did you email her? No, it was all over the phone. <laughs> and then uh, I never used that nickname. Like I never – I'm not a right on my girlfriend's wall person. Yeah. And I, I don't and think you should and be. I certainly, no. And I certainly wouldn't use this embarrassing – it was a, it was a, a, a variation on booger. Mm. Right, and so she—I used to call her as a girlfriend. I had something in the family of Booger, and so she said, "Who is?" I think it was like Boogie. So she goes, "Who's Boogie?" And I'm like, "Excuse me." It was a fucking weird one. Wow, this was over the phone, and she was in like upstate New York or something. And she that's was just yeah, that's I don't sipping even sipping tea and weird shit. There's no explanation for that other. Than... But I mean, but even as I tell the story, yeah. I'm sure some people are like, "Well, maybe you put in an email and she's a computer hacker." But... Yeah, easy, Jeff Carlin. <laughs> Instead of hacking stamps.com, she uh, looked up your thing so she could pretend to be a psychic for like $40. There's so many better ways to so, make $40. I mean, Buca de Beppo, busing. <laughs> Just bust the table. tables. Yeah. Don't Google me and be a pretend psychic. <laughs> what? Do you get off on that? Maybe. Maybe she. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I get it. What's more likely? Some sort of funny business. But that's what I'm saying. If you met a psychic in like the 1700s and oh, they were like, wow. your mother's name was Rita and she died in a thunderstorm, you wouldn't be like, you read me on LinkedIn? Yeah. <laughs> You'd just be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> that's the only response ever. <laughs> for- <laughs> yeah. You just run and then run. Yeah. What about dying? You die over? Oh, man. Dead over? Uh. I tried to somewhat have think about this before I came on, but then I was like, or, or maybe just respond to the moment. Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, man, I want to believe again, optimistic. I want to believe that. Uh, actually, thought about this probably yesterday. If I no, come correctly. on, we all, well, we but almost didn't even do the religion section. So you've already done the deed. Well, we I mean, have a great episode. Thinking about, I, thinking about, like, just, um, I was like, oh, I, I would hope that, like, you. Not even being a ghost, but would be able to still, like, I don't know, see, like, see, like, I would feel really bad if something happened to me, like, you know, in the next five, ten years, where I couldn't, like, see, like, my nieces grow up or something. Yeah, so I would to visit the niece. So I'd want to be well, in those. translucent. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Or I don't know in what fashion, but to be able to. Good news, you can see in these. Bad news, grab these chains. <laughs> Good news, you get to watch him grow up. Bad news, you have to hold your own severed head. Good news, you get to see them play in the yard. Bad news, if they see you, they're going to scream and run. I mean, I would take those options. That's the death broker. That's so funny. What a great character. Good news, bad news. I'm stealing that if we do a season two of Mad TV. The death broker. You're going to moan and groan. (laughs) If you stop moaning and groaning, you're out. We pull you out. If we do a season two of Mad TV, will you come on and do that? You're going to be on Mad TV, yeah. I'm already on it. You're on it now. We just did season one. I don't watch nobody television. Knows. Don't yeah, nobody knows. Now, CW now, didn't now, promote now, it enough. Now. Oh, is that right? I mean, it was How on. How dare you? They should have promoted it more. I would have liked to see an ad with your mug on it. Yeah. Yeah. A billboard would have been cool. A yeah. commercials. So. Throw us a couple commercials. But maybe if season two, they would get more behind. Hey, was it fun? We it was, the, talk it was the greatest. It. it was the greatest. Come on, I was doing all that in 10 years with my own YouTube stuff, directing, writing, producing, and now I get to just act in it. And then yeah. right towards the end, but yeah, with a more professional setup and budget. That's yeah, great. that was the best. That's the dream. Yeah. That was like me on the talk show. Yeah. To be like, oh, we have a budget. Yeah. We can go do this. And you go, I want <clears> this. And I have it. But were you thinking in terms of like, oh, I ho- like, 
I kind of just try to live in the moment and chalk it up as a great experience and then go, it's out of my control if we do it again. And I just, that's why keeping the other stuff afloat and, and tight and honed. Oh, you mean? Like, did, were, like in doing the show, were you like? My TV show. Yeah. Were you, were, like, were you thinking down the line like, oh, I hope we get to do this like for five, ten years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. You and, have to, right? Because you, you also want to use that to drive just what how you're operating through the... There's a certain the... degree of optimism associated with... Because uh, if the show went away, it would... Um, it's almost like how we're talking about death. You know, you're kind of like, well, I hope I get to be a ghost, you know? So <laughs> there's a similar thing going on where everybody involved in the show, including the people that I work with at, on the network level, there's all, only positivity. Everybody's just kind of being like, good, good, good. Like in success, we'll keep going and it's yeah. going to be great. Obviously, nothing's official, but you see a lot of. There's nobody on the staff, nobody that I know, nobody that I work with that's like, "Well, we're probably we're probably <laughs> sunk." You know, there's a lot yeah. of happiness yeah. and positivity, and we did that. Uh, you know, I, I would love to do it for obviously as long as I can. Yeah, because I'm finding that the schedule is really nice. It's like a year-round thing. I'm in the rhythm of editing it now. That's like a different season. How fun is that, too? Of it. It's great. And it's great to be involved yeah. in that. It's an honor to be involved. And then, and then you, you, know, you start thinking about the writing. And, yeah. And we're just starting to get into a place where we're like, maybe we should start thinking of ideas. <laughs> just very, very exciting. The more you just kind of establish all your characters and the story and stuff, like, yeah, yeah. Then, then just starting to think, like, bigger. What could happen? Oh, man, that's so it's fun. Like, <clears throat> it's like my favorite show, obviously. Not yeah. just because of Minute. Yep. Because it's like I'm making the show that I want to see. And then you get to, like, fucking kick it. And think what – you know, in between seasons of shows that you love, you're yeah. kind of like, I wonder what will happen. Yeah. We're doing that, but then we get to write the fan fiction. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. amazing. It's one of the best feelings in the world. And you've got pros around you that you can throw out nuggets of ideas that will take them and run with them or take them and throw them at another wall. That What's might... even better is it's Jed. I mean, that, it, <laughs> yeah. you're talking one of the funniest That's, people ever. I mean, that in itself is just bonkers It's to me. bonkers. I spend a lot of my time. It's Pitching like yourself. The alien, it's like the alien with the, in the shower. With, the gray, yeah. with the gray makeup. I don't look directly into the camera. It's like too it's too amazing. Yeah. But I like to tell people it's not lost on me. I feel it. It's yeah. amazing. I'm appreciating it. I'm very very grateful. I feel like I was there for the inception of that because um just a quick other Pete Adam uh Pete Holmes Adam Ray uh uh interaction yeah. day spent hanging out that wasn't a scheduled hangout during the uh pop star read through. Um, remember oh, I was there yeah. reading some parts That's and then right. you were there and you were there to like, help give notes and stuff. Yeah. Right? That's right. And then so we talked a little bit and then you'd mentioned how you and Judd were starting to maybe talk about doing yeah. the show. Yeah, or, right. or you had already – had something been written? It was written? an early – It was very early stages though, I remember. Things had been written. Yeah. yeah. Things had been written. Because whatever the, the small nuggets of it, you didn't want to – speak too much on it but you were also like very you shared enough to be to let me get pumped for you yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. yeah that was fun yeah that was a good read yeah that was a good tea read yeah um well thank you you've interviewed me a lot some people you know i do talk a lot on this podcast and i talked a lot yeah but i'm also generally generally Let's curious and i try to hopefully not like if something comes up organically like i hope sure. that it's like i don't and i want to know it but i you know it's you don't want to just have straight all it's also one. two and a half hours yeah. so most podcasts are an hour yeah and the guest probably talks seventy percent of the time. Yeah, uh, this is two and a half hours. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's more fifty fifty. Yeah, but over over the span, you still get as much of the guests as you would have gotten. I think they got plenty. You just have to dig in deeper. Yeah, lights up and up and down, Dave Matthews. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a it's Grover good. from good Sesame Street. It. <laughs> lights up and up and down. 
You, He's the only one that can do it. You sounded like a guy on my flight a couple weeks ago. You ever hear a voice uh, a couple <laughs> rows behind you, and you're like, at some point, I'm going to need to turn around and see and what see that's what attached to. Yeah, yeah, what is this? That guy literally sounded like... Like, he was in a, He was mid... He was like, I, I just don't know. Trump is... Look, I'm not going to say I'm not voting. And I was like, good God, what is that what coming is, from? What is that thing? And then, about 10 minutes down the line, he got an argument with a stewardess because he wanted to order a cheese plate. And she told him they had run out of cheese plates. And he had tried to order it earlier, but she cut him off to take another order. So then he got, starts chastising her for not What's taking his order point? first. And then he literally says, and I quote in his Muppety voice, he goes, because she goes, if you want to guarantee yourself that item, sir, you can go online and order it before you get on the flight to guarantee you're uh, having that. And yeah. he goes, I'm not going to pre-order a goddamn cheese plate. <laughs> and I was like, fucking, I wish he would have stood up and jumped out the plane at that point. Because that's a, that's an, I leave on that. That's a Bush's three end of the movie. That is good. Yeah. I'm not going to pre-order a goddamn cheese plate. Wow. Yeah. What is the point? I'm such a fatalist. Once it's done, yeah. once the cheese is gone, yeah. why also hurt a person? I know. It's, but people really need it. Like, I, I was on a flight recently and it was delayed. What are you going to do? Surrender. Dude, yes. You're on the plane. We're on the tarmac. He's like, I'm going to miss my connection. Then you miss it, man. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Yes, you Great. are, Dave. Sit, Sit down and pre-order a fucking cheese plate. <laughs> Shut For the two fuck weeks up. from now. The airline's going to... And this was the same trip to Maui, and it was just like a bunch of fucking angry shitbirds. Yeah. And Val and I are already on vacation. You know what I mean? You're yeah. sitting there having a fucking Diet Coke and shut the fuck up. Yeah. People yelling, I operate storming for- the cockpit. There's always like one motherfucker that gets up from the back that's representing all the angry people. Yeah. He's like, I've been elected and this is an outrage. <laughs> this is an outrage. It's like, dude, it's post nine. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the yeah, cockpit dude, area. You can't stand up like that. And beat it. <laughs> and we'll be in Maui, you fucking privileged. Do you know where you're asshole. going? Yeah. You get to go to Hawaii, oh, you God. dick. Sit down and shut the fuck up. You've got land before time one through seven at yeah. your disposal yeah. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. entertainment section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got reruns of episodes with Matt LeBlanc. Yes. Good Jump pull. in. Good pull. Jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get lost in LeBlanc. <laughs> Wake up in Maui. <laughs> You privileged dick. I did see a billboard that said... And if your fucking connection is from Honolulu to Maui, Ooh, shut your fucking mouth. Shut ma- your fucking mouth. What, 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 is, what, is, what is it? Is your dad on his deathbed is in he? Maui? Is he in... Yeah. Book an earlier flight. It's on you, man. Uh, I just like getting mad. <laughs> you're good at it. Mad. But you're a fun, likable mad. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta f- walk that line. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I got real mad. I was just going to ask that, but I don't want to interview you no, to close okay. out the podcast. No, I can't really remember. Real mad. Like a real mad. I'll tell you the last time I got mad. Yeah. Having a flashback to the no squirt gun rule at Universal Studios. Yeah, I know. You felt that. Yeah, real I, fired up there. I felt that, and I liked it. <laughs> I liked that passion. I can't remember. And I'm not doing a sweetie peety pretendy. I can't remember last time I got mad. Oh, I get mad at my neighbors. We got yeah. new neighbors, <clears throat> and they're loud. That's a valid, and I don't, uh, you know, and I, discrepancy. We live in a house now, so no touching walls. Ooh. And I'm like, this is it. This is what I've worked for my whole life. Yeah. And then so now the, it's up on a pedestal. The building next you. to us is a, is, a, is a rental, so that rotates. And the people, they're lovely people. Sure. But it's a hang-up of mine. Yeah. I don't want to. So th- this is me when I'm angry. I'm like, do they eat dinner outside every night? <laughs> like, that's what I say. Like, they're always having some sort yeah. of party. Oh. 
Like, you can't. I could reach through the shrubs and like take a chicken wing off their plate. Like that's that's how close they are. Wow. And they're just they're, they're you know. Unless you're a fraternity, you shouldn't be having straight up parties every night. I, and they're not even parties. That's what's funny. Like Val never loud noticed. gatherings. This is my PTA meetings. She likes to hear humans. Yeah. You know, so she takes yeah. comfort totally. And then Val's like. This is just like me. Like, so she's trying to help me yeah. reprogram because she was like, I lived in a house where we ate dinner outside every day. So just think of them as <coughs> other me's. Okay. And I'm trying. So now when I hear them, I, I'm literally trying to reprogram myself and I go, good for them. You know what I mean? Good. Because I'm quiet as a motherfucking You like that silence. You know what my fantasy is? What? I always want to do this. I always want to go like, hey, um, are we being too loud? You know what I mean? Like, wow. are, are, are our meals ever bothering you? You want that. But we don't. And you know what? Sometimes we are out back, and sometimes we are laughing, and I have a big fucking laugh, and I need to shut the fuck up. So it's a, it's a weird balance. Yeah. You know what it is, though? It's my parents argued when I was a kid, so I associate hearing noise with danger. Oh, man. So I've done the work. I know. Like, it's All a, right. It's an, You're a product of your environment. Above average sensitivity yep. to noise. Valid. Yeah. But I shouldn't take it out on my neighbors. And maybe Zach Efron will come over and we'll use airbags to get them out of here. I watched Neighbors 2 recently. <laughs> now we're just hanging out because it's fun. It is fun. This was a great episode. This was a lot of fun. And a, and a real and a real treat. And and I know that sounds like a very, like, you know, douchey thing to say. Because no. a real treat. Like, how much can you really um, communicate, you know, the fun that was had. But yeah. this was but a, now that it's this was a treat. This was a king size treat. King size caramel. Halloween's coming up. That's topic topical. Topical. King size caramello. King size caramello. Okay. Those houses were the best. They handed out the king size. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a house I used to trick or treat at that literally was next door to a woman who didn't believe in giving out candy. Yeah. So she gave out raisins and yeah. pennies. We had a next ra- to the king size house. We had a raisin lady. Oh God. I don't know what I'm going to do. I pre I'm pre worried about having kids and like I I kind of wish. That I had been raised with an, an awareness of sugar, yeah. Because I was a soft kid, I'm yeah. still soft. I think it has a lot, to, but it, like when it, you're a kid, that means more. Yeah. Like you tease yep. and stuff. And I just had no knowledge. Like I'm chugging soda for hydration and stuff. Yeah. Halloween, and I'm eating fucking everything. And I'm just like, what am I going to do with little squishes that I care so much about? And I'm taking them to houses. Am I going to be the weird dad? It's not even like. There's milk in it, Aristotle's, you're a vegan. Am I going to let my kids eat a fucking Kit Kat? Fuck, I am don't I know. Gonna, I, Just to be a kid for a minute? Absolutely. But that's a yes. You want to hold, yeah. Oh, see, I think Val, that, Val's <clears throat> not even a vegan, so I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll relent on some of that stuff yeah. and let the kid choose for itself. Yeah. But I mean, because I don't want to be one of those people that's like, this is my child, it's a, it's a vegan. <laughs> this is mine, and it's a vegan. We call him vegan. Yeah. We named him vegan, <laughs> so he can't go back on it. <laughs> Please, Father, give me an egg. Shut the fuck up, vegan. So I don't. I don't want to be that dad. No. George Basil, dear friend of mine, the Bays. He's a vegan. His kid is not a vegan. Like he, I'm. I'm in that school. I'm not going to yeah. impose. Plus, I fucking had sushi for lunch. I'm not a great vegan. No. So anyway, I'm not going to do that. But then you're like the sugar yeah. lighting up your brain like cocaine. But then like I'm the raisin house. I want to yeah. be the fun size house. Yeah, you don't want to be. The, you don't want to get slapped with the raisin house it's the, label. It's the middle way. Yeah, you there's know, a fine. There's, there's, a, there's a way to find the balance. So you can, you know, a couple. I, I can't have my kid not know what a fucking Kit Kat tastes like. <sighs> I feel operate like from that mentality and I you'll feel, be fine. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. They, 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 <laughs> They need to have the taste of a Kit Kat, and they need to have seen um, 
Oh, well, and there goes the moment. Try to come up with a great movie. Oh. To fill in the blank, have the taste of a Kit Kat, and maybe have seen, you know. Yeah, Porky's 2. There it is. Or Howard the Duck. Porky's 2, Attack of the Porky's. And that's a great ending. <laughs> Starring Al Pacino. Thank you, Adam. This Amazing. Is a, Your is podcast is called uh, The it's Night called About Last Night. About Last Night. Sorry, I almost called it The Night All before. great. About Last Night. About Last Night with Brad Williams, yeah. And uh, we'll watch you on Mad TV Season 2. Mad TV Season 2, um, AdamRayTV.com. I'm about to hit the road for a bunch of stand-up dates. Hey, so, great. Yeah. And this will be out Wednesday. And also, do Wednesday. what I did. Just type in Adam Ray Comedian into YouTube and, and have yeah. some fun. Thanks, buddy. Some great stuff. Uh, would you say keep it crispy in that mahogany? In my voice or in Danza's voice? I'd like both, please. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's everyone's favorite non-TV dad, Tony Danza. Yeah, because I used to vacuum houses. It was a whole thing. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, and now Adam Ray. Keep it crispy, baby. Yeah. That just gave me a, an <laughs> erection. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, baby. Now leaving Nerdist.com.